The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for joining us. 888-900-3393. Latest on Judge Kavanaugh. People familiar with the process said that the FBI investigation uh, will wrap up maybe today, well ahead of the uh, end of the week deadline. GOP aides on the Hill and another person familiar with what's going on said they're expecting the Bureau to conclude its report as soon as uh, late last night, which I don't think happened, or early today. Mm-hmm. Agents had interviewed at least four key people uh, as of yesterday in its background investigation. White House gave the Bureau until Friday to wrap things up. Senators will then be shown the findings, but it's not clear if we're we're going to see them as well. Which we should. Let's see the transparency here. Where's, where's your transparency? Of course we should see this. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell uh, said the report was expected soon, will be made available to each senator, and only senators will be allowed to look at it. Uh, but Cornyn, Senator Cornyn said, there does need to be some sort of public statement, if not the reports themselves. He said, since the accusations have been made public, it seems to me that people are not going to be satisfied until some public statement about what the FBI uh, background investigation showed. Yeah, kind of makes sense. So, in the meantime, uh, the Democrats continue to whine about uh, Judge Kavanaugh's demeanor at the hearings last week. (laughs) Uh, They never cease to amaze. Hillary Clinton uh, talked about his uh, disposition. Here's what she had to say. In his extraordinary presentation um, in the Senate, um, Brett Kavanaugh uh, said that the, quote, political hit job, end quote, uh, directed at him uh, was being done on behalf of the Clintons, among other people. Your response. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, yes, it deserves a lot of laughter. Um, Does it? I wasn't watching when he said that. I was having to mm. be somewhere else and away from the TV <laughs> oh, uh, and even my okay, phone. And yet. so I heard about it later. And, you know, look. You know, look. I, I thought I'm it lie was <laughs> just part of the whole mm. of mm. his very, very defensive, defensive uh, and, uh, and uh, un, uh, un, uh, you know, unconvincing un, presentation. Unconvincing presentation. Um, Mm-hmm. And I, I told someone later, boy, I'll tell you. Boy, she'll tell they you. They give us a lot of credit. Um, <laughs> 36 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we started this against, uh, uh-huh. against him. I mean, it, it is. Back at Yale. Ba- yeah, well, even before in high school, apparently. Um, hmm? So I, I, I don't, you know, look, I, I want the FBI to you know, conduct look. as. Uh, Mm -hmm. thorough an investigation as they possibly can within whatever restraints Mm. are imposed upon them. Um, But I think for anyone who believes there's such a thing as a judicial temperament and that we want judges, particularly those on our highest court, to Mm. approach issues, approach plaintiffs and defendants with 
um, a sense of fairness that there's a lot to be concerned about. Right. Like it's preposterous to believe that the Clintons would go after somebody who has displeased them, who is considered an enemy. And like it's preposterous to believe that they would do that no matter how long it took. Or when an opportunity finally arose, they took it. Is that preposterous to believe? I don't know that it's necessarily the case that the Clintons are, you know, orchestrating this. But uh, it's certainly not out of the realm of, of possibility. And this just the judicial disposition bullcrap. The guy's human. He's a human being. Uh, Jeff Flake went down that road, too. Uh, here's Jeff Flake uh, talking about how troubled he is. I was very troubled by the troubled. I was the very, tone, very troubled uh, of by the, the tone uh, of the uh, uh, of you know, remarks. The, uh, the remarks. initial by the tone uh, defense oh, that yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that Judge uh, um, Kavanaugh, gave, whatever his name is, uh, I don't, I don't was something uh-huh. like I, I told my wife. I hope that you? I would sound mm-hmm. that indignant if I were uh, if I felt that I was unjustly, you know, maligned. But then it went on, and the interaction with the members was sharp and partisan and that concerns me and i does it does it concern tell you, myself you give a little leeway Pathetic, man. because of what he's been through you think but on the other but hand on the other hand we sure, can't we can't have this on the court have it on the court we, we simply can't mm-hmm. good gosh are yeah. you serious he's got himself an out now if he votes no so these senators can be as mean-spirited as sarcastic as nasty and condescending as they please But if he shows the least bit of reciprocity, the tiniest little inkling of irritation, he's unfit. Uh, The senators, they're not unfit, but we we can have them on uh, this committee and we can have them in the Senate. But this judge can't get pissed as a human being for the effort to destroy him and his family. Pathetic. It's pathetic to think that this guy should have been a meek little mild mouse that whole time. It's outrageous. But that's what, I guess that's what Jeff Flake and others expect him to do. Jeff Flake and Hillary Clinton and every other stupid Democrat who's going down this road. Because they can't find anything on him. This FBI investigation uh, has turned up nothing so far that I can see. Now we don't we don't have the report, but they've talked to all these people, and these people keep talking to the press. So we pretty much know the direction they're going, and everybody's all pissed off at uh, Donald Trump for talking about Christine Blasey Ford yesterday at a rally. And, uh, let's keep in mind you can't say anything about women because they always tell the truth and they're sacred. Now you can do anything you want to him. You can say anything you want. You can do anything you want. And he needs to just sit there and shut up like a meek little mouse. But to call into question anything that Christine Ford has done is just uh, shocking and appalling. Uh, Here's Donald Trump talking about Christine Blasey Ford. What he's going through, 36 years ago, this (laughs) happened. I had one beer, right? I had one beer. Well... You think it was nope? It was one beer. Oh, good. How did you get home? I don't remember. How'd you get there? I don't remember. Where is the place? I don't remember. How many years ago was it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. 
You're not supposed to point that out. I don't know. What neighborhood was it in? I don't know. Where's the house? I don't know. Mm. Upstairs, downstairs, where was it? I don't know. But I had one beer. That's the only thing I remember. <laughs> that is so true. And I, I don't think that's inappropriate, frankly, to call out all the inconsistencies in what she is saying. Okay. Okay. So I don't think it's inappropriate either. However, is it doing any good? Is it going to help Kavanaugh get confirmed? Or is it going... I don't know, but I'm have tired of it that. all. I'm tired of the double standard. He doesn't yeah. have to do it. Mm-hmm. But that's him. That's I know. what he does. I know. I know. And he's, I, firing up, he's firing up the base to get pissed off at these people and get to the polls and go vote him out of and office. And I'm actually, I'm good with that. My problem is the timing right now. He's, the people in that crowd, you and I, <laughs> we don't have a vote on Kavanaugh next week. And these senators, they're both... They're both so touchy-feely, Trump and people like Jeff Flake, who right now is saying, I was appalled by the president's comments about it. You know, Mm -hmm. he's got so many escape valves now, Jeff Flake does, to not vote to confirm Brett Kavanaugh. And he doesn't care because he's leaving. And he's leaving leaving office. So he doesn't have any skin in the game anymore. Uh, What a douche he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just, it's incomprehensible that that's the same guy that was voted into office back in... 2010 or 8 or whatever that was. It's just a real shame. Meanwhile, an ex-boyfriend of Christine Ford has come forward with a letter on what he calls the truth about the first accuser. Um, This letter was obtained by Fox News' uh, John Roberts. And he's chosen to remain anonymous, but he alleges that during their six-year relationship, this happened between 92 and 98, she never spoke once about the alleged assault that took place when she was 15. So in six years, you never told your boyfriend about it. Hmm. He claimed he'd even witnessed Ford coaching her lifelong friend, Monica McLean, on passing a polygraph test. <clears throat> According to the boyfriend, McLean had been interviewing for jobs at the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office. And so because she has this background in psychology... She explained in detail, he says, what to expect, how they worked, and helped McLean become familiar and less nervous about the exam. Um, And, of course, the friend says, no, that didn't happen. (laughs) Who do you believe in all of this? Who do you believe? Everybody has so much self-interest, and everybody's got their own agenda that it just has muddled the whole stinking situation. Uh, but she was asked, the prosecutor who interviewed her last week actually asked her the question, if she had ever given tips or advice to somebody who was looking to take a polygraph test. What a weird question. So she must have known about the boyfriend's accusations uh, uh, before, right? She, She must have known about this or suspected. And by the way, she said never. I've never... I've never done that. Never given tips to anybody about how to po- pass a polygraph test. So, I don't know. It continues to be, he said, she said, that, you know, the FBI continues to interview all these people who all have their own self-interest, who all have agendas, who all don't care about lying to the FBI because you can't prove any of it. So, how, how is anybody going to go to jail for perjuring themselves or lying to the FBI? They can't. You, can, you can't prove any of this stuff from 36 or 37 years ago. 
So everybody's safe in their lies. What do they care? <clears throat> they just continue to say whatever they want. They've chosen a team. They're either on Team Ford or Team Kavanaugh, and they're just they're going to stick to their stories. Why not? 888 You know, we've talked many times about losing weight and keeping it off and how hard it is. And on the news and why it matters, Sarah has shared her story about losing 100 pounds. Um, and it's, she's uh, she's got a picture of her and I don't know if that's her mom next to her at a baseball park. Uh, and you see that she's a little bit heavier than she is today. Well, 100 pounds. And so she takes Riduzone because it helps her control her appetite and it speeds up her metabolism. It's just it, it's a great, safe, natural, FDA acknowledged dietary supplement that might just put you over the edge in your fight with your weight. If you want to look better and feel better and um, just be healthier, give this a try. It's riduzone.com. Go there, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E, riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. Hey, this is kind of cool. The Blaze is also available on Sling TV now. So even oh. if you're a slinger, uh, you can okay. you can uh, enjoy the Blaze. <laughs> I love those commercials. They're they're a little racy, but uh, I think they're funny. <laughs> I love the one where the guy is sitting there and <laughs> they go to sit down on the couch uh, after they think it's a swinging party. <laughs> Guys look all nervous. Well. And she says, oh, sling. And the woman who invites him, like, they don't know what they're insinuating here. Well, what did you think we said? <laughs> and he just says, yeah, I, I didn't want to take my clothes off. I, I didn't want to take my clothes off. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's good. It's funny, right? I mean, we're it's happy, funny. happy to be on uh, on that platform. And it's Thanks great to be on Sling TV. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. New York Times has published a big report on alleged Donald Trump tax fraud. An extremely long, extensive expose detailing multiple tax and wealth-related shenanigans and crimes committed by the family, uh, including and especially Donald Trump himself, they say. Uh, These wealth protection methods were apparently so brazen, untoward, and rock-solidly documented that the Times' own typically cautious lawyers felt comfortable with categorizing them as instances of outright fraud. So, here's the five things that we, I guess, we need to know about the Donald Trump tax fraud. First of all, Donald Trump is the farthest thing from self-made you can possibly imagine. Time story notes, by age three, Mr. Trump was earning $200,000 a year in today's dollars from his father's empire. He was a millionaire by the age of eight. 
Wow, that would be sweet. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, I was that as well, but I, I blew it before I was 10. <clears throat> really? Yeah. I would just spend it on at that age. He-Man action figures? Yeah, yeah well, that'll, that'll add up quickly. Yeah. Especially if you buy Castle Grayskull, because that wasn't cheap. Man. And then I broke my Castle Grayskull. And I had Did to, you really? And I had to make mm. a decision. Do I want to keep ripping into my millions, mm-hmm. or do I just want to duct tape that little trap door up top? And What'd just, you decide? Well, I went with a duct tape okay. there, but uh, Good decision. I bought way Good decision. too many uh, Battle Cats. So uh, by the time he was 17 years old, his father had given him part ownership of a 52-unit apartment building. <sighs> Soon after he graduated from college, he was receiving the equivalent of... Of a million dollars a year from his father. The money increased with the years to more than five million a year in his 40s and 50s. Wow. Um, the scale of wealth is in direct contrast to his often repeated line that he attained his wealth and success after receiving a small. I love it when he says this too. I, I got just a small million dollar loan from my father. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, we, can, we can all relate to that, right? And he said, it's not been easy for me. Well, no, of course not. Not when you only have a million bucks to start with. Mm-hmm. How could that possibly be easy on anybody? And you know, I started off in Brooklyn. My father gave me a small loan of a million dollars. I got a very, very small loan from my father many years ago. That's one thing you can say about a million dollars. It's a very, very small amount of money. It's not even worth mentioning. Barely. Like in a conversation. You it's might like have with someone. if you loan me a dollar yeah. today, that's what it's like. Are you even going to remember that you loaned me that dollar? No, probably not. Yeah. Well, it's I, that small. I will say that you actually owe $5 to someone in this building, but that's not my problem. So I'm not going <laughs> to. He just will not that let road. that go. Yeah. He didn't even say it was. Uh, it's Chris Cruz, yeah, right? There he is. Hi. Do hey, I owe Chris. you five bucks? Yeah, he does. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a helper, Chris. Mm-hmm. I never have cash on me, so mm-hmm. shouldn't have lent me five dollars. That's why I okay. didn't, and Chris did. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. So number two, we're supposed to realize that Fred Trump got wealthy due to welfare and likely broke the law passing that wealth on. Hmm. Although Fred Trump, that's uh, Donald's bro- uh, father became wealthy with help from federal housing subsidies. He insisted that it was manifestly unfair for the government to tax his fortune as it passed to his children. It, it is. That, not only is that unfair, it's immoral. It sure is. It's immoral. Yep. He's absolutely right about that. But the Times writes, uh, when he was in his 80s and beginning to slide into dementia, evading gift and estate ca- taxes became a family affair. There's no reason for the government to take anybody's wealth from them when they die. Absolutely not. That belongs to the family. I mean, that is wealth that has already been taxed at some point. Yes. So back off. It's you already don't get to double dip. It's already been double and maybe even yeah. triple taxed. Uh-huh. You don't need to take it when they die. Why is that? Why do they have any right to it? So let's say you they don't. earn income. Right? You pay income mm-hmm. tax. Yep. Then let's say you invest that in the stock market. Yep. You then you're taxed money. again now, now on your cap, profits there. Cap, capital gains tax. Mm-hmm. Then you have that money and you will it to your children. And then that's that taxed, taxed again. I mean, that's a triple. That is, it's absolutely absurd. It's, in, it's insidious. And immoral. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hate the estate tax. It's got to stop. And that, there's another thing Republicans haven't done. Why? And why haven't they done it? Why haven't they killed for all time the estate tax? They gave a like a one year break on it or something where it went down to zero and then it went back to close to fifty percent. 
I, it's so amazing to me that they can't win that fight. Such an easy one to win. To that end, Fred Trump made Donald not just his salaried employee, but also his property manager, landlord, banker, and consultant. He gave him loan after loan, many never repaid. He gave him three trust funds. He gave him shares in multiple partnerships. He gave him $10,000 Christmas checks. Well, $10,000 to these guys would be virtually nothing. Yeah, but how many He-Man action figures did he have? Yeah, it doesn't say. That's right. They haven't probed into that. Yep. And according to the the tax experts relied on to verify these transactions, much of this giving was structured to sidestep gift and inheritance. Good, yep. good. But they claim that. they claim the methods were improper or possibly illegal. Bullcrap. I doubt it. But this is quite a you know why is the New York Times even looking into all of this stuff? Because Did they, they do this with Obama? Oh, Did yeah. you look into his college records? Did you look into his Marxism? Did you check out the Marxist professors and the structural feminists he hung out with? And the Franz Fanon uh, nonsense? And did you look into all of that? I don't think so. No, we have, we're still waiting for his college transcripts, if, if you recall. Yeah, it never happened. <laughs> we, we never got it. And now you never will. But, but, but wouldn't now, it be interesting? Think about that. We don't have the college transcripts of the, pre, of the former president of the United States, mm-hmm. but we know how much money Donald Trump had to his name when he was eight. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a nice little uh, yeah. double standard there. Yeah. Man. Uh, the third thing they allege is the Trump family uh, alleged... Tax dodging scheme wasn't just a clever use of tax loopholes. Uh, the Times makes pains to note that many wealthy Americans employ their wealth to protect their wealth by exploiting intricacies in tax law. Of course, you're going to do. You're going to take advantage of everything the, that the that the tax law gives you. You're going to try to get every break you can. You want to keep your money. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. And then you can do with it what you want. You can help other people if you want. Or you could keep it all to yourself if you want. Yep. It's none of your business. It's none of the government's business. None, yeah. Uh, but the Trumps appear to have done more than exploit legal loopholes. Multiple experts said the conduct described here represented a pattern of deception and obfuscation. Eh, shut up. <laughs> the other thing they say, uh, two other points. Donald Trump got the most from his dad because he was apparently spectacularly bad at business. That's... um. Wow, you're speculating there on why this man received help from his dad. Um, and you're speculating the worst possible reason for it. Uh, there's some, uh, some documented alleged illegality and the authorities are already taking notice, according to the, the Times. Most of the Times expose focuses on instances of legally dubious methods. Uh, Trump was... About to default on a bond payment in 1990, his father sent a bookkeeper to purchase 3.35 million in casino chips. Oh yeah, we've we've talked about this. We talked about that during the during the uh, campaign. This was known, but it's apparently an illegal loan because he went and bought casino chips with it to try to help save uh, the casino at the time. Trump did have to pay a sixty-five thousand dollar fine because of it so that's already seems like it's already taken care of right Hmm. in another instance millions of dollars worth of unpaid loans were exchanged for a 15 and a half million dollar share in the trump palace four years later fred apparently sold his shares back 
for $10,000. <laughs> okay, so they're pissed off that Donald Trump got some help from his dad. Um, but is that illegal? No. They want to spin it into something illegal, though. That's, and they're doing their darndest uh, to try to do that. I, I think it's fascinating, though, that they're digging this deep into his finances when they couldn't have cared less about anything in Barack Obama's past. Not his Marxist mentor, not the relationship with the uh, Reverend Wright, not the communism, not the socialism, nothing. Not the Chum gang or his college records. We got to see none of it because nobody cared. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Just aggravating the uh, mainstream media spin on everything. You would think they'd try to get, yeah, I don't know, some sense of fairness since that's what they talk about all the time. <laughs> yeah. Where's the fairness? Where, mm-hmm. where is, the, you know, the, the treatment of the other side like you're treating uh, the right? Where, where is that? Completely non-existent. Uh, and then, you know, every once in a while, you'll see something decent from the New York Times. Uh, but this is pretty clear that they're just flat out, out to get Donald Trump and and try to give the Democrats extra fodder to um, to try to impeach him. So if, in fact, they do win back the House in November, it's going to be nonstop. And I, I don't know how I, I guess the only way to stop that is with the Senate because they're not going to have 60 votes necessary or that I think it's actually 68 in order to convict him uh, on the after the impeachment 67 is it 67 two thirds so 66.6 okay so yeah so they I, th- I think they round that up I think they round that up to 68 um, no you don't think so I don't think so mm, all, all right. right I'll double check don't look it up Anyway, it's going to be impossible to to get him out of office. And then, not only do they want to impeach Trump, but they also want to impeach Pence because they can't have Pence assume the presidency. That's even worse to them because he's, because he's more conservative than Trump. So what they want is for Nancy Pelosi to become president or whoever is Speaker of the House for the Democrats. <laughs> yeah, the Democrats haven't even settled on that. No. Um, yeah, they're, I, they're not that happy with Nancy right now. Mm-mm. And she is vowing to hang on to her power as long as she possibly can. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Steve in Tennessee, you're on the blaze. Hi, right, thanks for taking my call. Sometimes mm-hmm. it feels like our country's coming apart at the seams but being pulled apart by the Democrats, but then it really does. Yep. But I'm calling about the Kavanaugh uh issue. The Democrats are really upset with Brett's attitude is defense in front of the hearing mm-hmm. they're going to use that to not to vote for him but in my mind the way i see it it really is reminiscent of barbara boxer's arrogant attitude when she was told, telling telling uh, uh, 
a seasoned military officer when he was testifying, mm-hmm. uh, call me call me senator. I've worked really hard for this. I don't like the title man. It's that kind of arrogance. But I'm yeah. also seeing that what the Democrat the message the Democrats are sending to any male going before them, they don't want a strong character of a man who can defend himself. If right. you're going to get by the Democrats, you have to go in front of them like Obama's pajama boy. You've got to be very, very meek and, and kneel at their altar and kiss their ring. Now, if a woman were to go in front of that committee with that same righteous and right indignation uh, defending themselves against an alleged false accusation, then they would actually be praising that woman for her strength. But a man cannot do that in today's <laughs> Democrat world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, that's a. I agree with that. Uh, with that sentiment, appreciate it, Steve. Thanks. Um, it, that's why it would be interesting if he's if he's not confirmed, uh, and Trump turns to Amy Coney Barrett. Be fascinating to see how they treat her. Of course, she's going to have a tough time too because she's talked about being pro life, and uh, they know she's pro life, and that's their big issue. They, I mean, the reason that they're so vehement other than their hatred for Trump and everybody he nominates. But the reason they're so vehement about Kavanaugh is because they think he's going to try to, or he would vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. I'm not convinced of that at all, but they are. And that's, you know, they worship at the altar of abortion. That's their religion. Don't mess with abortion because uh, they will snap you back so hard. They don't care about destroying your family. And they've made that pretty clear with Kavanaugh. By the way, um, housekeeping on the uh, impeachment threshold, Mm -hmm. it's two-thirds of the senators present, um, and you have to have at least two-thirds of the Senate present in order to hold such a vote. So in theory, Mm. you could have, you know, 67 senators show up. You only need 34 votes to convict. But in all likelihood, if this is an impeachment trial, 100 senators will attend, and therefore you would need 67. So it's just two-thirds of the two-thirds that show up. You got it. If the two-thirds don't show up, they can't hold the vote. Yep. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Scott in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hey, good afternoon, Pat. Hey. Um, I'm going to let you know, back in 1984, I had a child at 16 months old who passed away. And the IRS sent me a statement saying that they wanted 10% of the $100 that was in his bank account at the time of his death. They wanted 10% of $100, and this child was only 16 months old. I had to get my lawyer to notify him and say that I was not paying him $10 for inheritance. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, yeah I had that... no life insurance. Of course, you know, who gets life insurance on a 16-month-old baby? Right. Yeah, no. And they're worried about the lousy $10. Crazy. I mean, that's... Again, thanks for the call, Scott. It's immoral. It's just it's just not right. But do they care? No. Even the... I mean, the Republicans don't care. They had plenty of opportunity to get rid of the estate tax permanently. They could have made it permanent. A permanent 0% tax uh, on death. Because, again... You've already paid your taxes your whole life. You paid your taxes on everything you accumulated. It's already done. Now you got to turn over 50% of it if you make more than a million or three million or whatever the barrier is. It's insane. Yeah, yeah.
it's insane. It's not right. There was one year. There was one year where it would have been there a good year to die. There was one year. And I think it's it's back to, is it 35 or is it 50? I don't know, I don't know what it is. but uh, it's, I get so angry when I talk about taxes. should be absolute zero. It's best I just... Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it's uh, it's also amazing how selective these Democrats are about their outrage. They are outraged over Brett Kavanaugh and the attitude he took with them, the tone he took with them. Right? Okay. They're outraged about uh, something that happened thirty seven years ago with a woman. Um, Where were they when uh, Ted Kennedy? drove a woman into the drink and left her there. Did they care about that? No. Did they care about Bill Clinton and his treatment of women, multiple women? No. No, they didn't. And yet, they they continue to defend both of those people. Uh, Here's John Kerry yesterday (laughs) defending Ted Kennedy and, and Bill Clinton. I've heard Ted Kennedy's name invoked in the last week or two and Bill Clinton's name invoked in the last week or two mm-hmm. um, by conservatives saying, you know, Democrats ceded the moral high ground on a lot of these sexual assault and sexual harassment Thank issues you. by standing by people like Bill Clinton and Ted Kennedy because of the good things in their view that they did. Well, no, I think that's what I, I don't think no, I that's think an it's, accurate way yeah. to say it. Yeah, OK. Um, yeah, no, we're very critical of President Clinton on the choice he made with respect to what happened in the no, White House. No, you were not. We just didn't believe, I didn't believe, let me speak for myself, that it was an impeachable offense. That's uh, the issue. That's and, the issue. And, uh, what about Ted Kennedy? Uh, s- similarly. Similarly. Uh, uh, and he was critical of himself. He stood up. Was and he? owned mm-hmm. moments where he knew he'd stepped over the line. No. No, he, w- show me that. <laughs> See those moments where he acknowledged. Show me the moments where Ted Kennedy acknowledged you stepped over the line. Uh, But the problem is there's a chasm, uh, a chasm between uh, Ted Kennedy and uh, and the heinous actions of of Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, Which also, is true, but there's also a chasm between um, actual history and John Kerry's retelling of it. Yeah, that's for sure. Good grief! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> well, we stood. We 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 said Bill Clinton that that was wrong. Oh, I, did I, you? Did I you was know? very critical of him when I said, "Leave him alone. He's done nothing wrong." <laughs> I was. Oh, uh, do you remember when I said that? Uh, I was for Bill Clinton before I was for him. The whole time. I was also for Ted Kennedy before I came out for him. Again. Later. Man, John Kerry is delusional, man. <laughs> Completely delusional. Uh, it's hard to believe they could say that. he could say that with all a straight face. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Ugh. By the way, John, why the long face? <laughs> See, <that's, clears throat> where's the rim shot when you need it Where, i mean honestly right? what, what are you doing i know i mean if you're gonna set yourself up like that at least have it ready by the way john why the long face <laughs> yeah there you go i see what you All did right. there mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well because my face just is long that's why it's a long face uh i always have this face this is just the face i have <laughs> Pathetic. I just it's 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 uh it's ludicrous that they think we're not gonna notice. Yeah, don't insult us like that. Credible. Stop, man. At least just 
keep your mouth shut, mm-hmm. John Kerry. Mm-hmm. But don't get on here and try to tell us that, oh, no, I mean, we, we, we said that was bad. It just wasn't impeachable. Um, did you? So amazing for, for him, for Hillary Clinton, for all these people who've got so much in their past. That is the opposite of everything they're saying. And everybody knows it, and yet they can continue to do it. They don't care. It just doesn't matter. They just keep spewing it and expecting us to soak it in and say, oh, yep, she's right. Yep, you got to believe everybody who comes out uh, and says that they're a victim of sexual assault. Yeah, just like Hillary did? Oh, okay. Whoa. Hey. Hmm, that's right. 888 thirty-three ninety-three. Uh Jody in Utah. You're on the blaze. Hi. So I'm just kind of wondering, and if you want to play speculation, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. When are we going to hold Ms. Ford to the same standard of, well, he was drinking more than he said he was, therefore it's perjury. So when are we charging her butt with perjury? Yeah, because she had one beer. No, not the beer. Mm-hmm. Be coaching someone for oh. a polygraph. Yeah. Well, I, I would think that would be a much, much greater uh, issue to charge perjury with. I think, but, I think so, too. Um, I think you could charge her with perjury on a number of different different uh, items, and I, I, they never will. Appreciate the call, Jody. Um, but you'd have a hard time probably proving that she coached this woman. Because now, again, as with everything else, it's he said, she said. So her ex-boyfriend says she coached. She says she didn't. And the friend says she didn't. So where do you go with that? How do you ever prove it? Can, can we charge her for misusing the word bystander? Is it a noun? As an adjective? As an adjective? Yeah. Mean, who knows, right? Right. I mean, that's... And what about the three occasions where she left a dangling participle? What about those times? But that wasn't under oath. Oh, okay. So let's... But it was still was a it was still grammatical It was crime. still egregious by yeah, was. the good doctor. Sure was. But I don't know that it was <laughs> while being sworn in and during that. All right. Uh, we are joined now uh, by Jeffy Fisher. Hello. Well, I, I thought I'd come discuss in discuss earwax. Well, I, yes, to discuss mm-hmm. earwax. I thought I'd come mm-hmm. in earlier before uh, chewing the fat here in about 45 minutes or so. But mm-hmm. a couple of things <laughs> yes. that I can't help but comment on. All right. Uh, Hillary did believe the accusers. Uh, we've uh, they she approached them uh, with great disdain and treated them like dirt. She sure did. Uh, she knew it was true. Yeah. Uh, plus, uh, have a, with Donald Trump in the New York Times, have we not? Uh, New York Times has been down this road before. Uh, we already baked in all the you know the the chips that his dad bought, and he was fine yeah. We talked for. about that we during the about campaign. All of it during the campaign. Sure did. I mean, let's. People were pissed that we talked about it. And on top of which, I'm sure, I'm sure that the tax attorneys for the New York Times just pay and don't try to find ways to take no, their deductions you know they don't. No, they don't. Take, right. So they have to pay less money to the government. They pay I'm the maximum sure amount they plus, possibly can. You know they do. Plus. Mm-hmm. I'm positive yeah. of a little, that. A little bit extra that's just because they're not taxed enough. Thank you. Yes. I'm sure that happens. You know that's true. Oh, oh, by the way, before you get into the earwax thing, I want to say congratulations on uh, the fat cast. Um, what, new, was it 37th yesterday? Uh, no, it was 30. 30. 30. Number 30. 30. Nice. It beat Bill Maher and Glenn Beck. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Way to go. Mm-hmm. And, and the name of the of people fun. can look for, what's the uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. There mm-hmm. you go. Uh, every day. Uh, All right. Come on at you. Daily podcast. It's been uh, it's been fun. And cool. uh, let's spend the first week. So, uh, you know, it's doing doing well. Nice. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
Um, look, the real reason I stopped by, I don't care about you know Donald Trump and Kavanaugh and Hillary Clinton. I'm mm-hmm. stop there. What's important is that you're able to hear things the mm-hmm. best way you can. Yes. And no one wants to walk around all clogged up with their head all clogged up. They can't hear. People say hello and what you hear is... You don't, want to, you don't want to live your life like that. No. Okay, well, now you can get the real solution to stubborn earwax. The Wax RX ear wash system, doctor-developed, works safely when all other products fail. The Wax RX system is the method physicians trust the most, and it's just like the system they use in the offices, but it's cheaper. That's right. Less money. Doctor-developed Wax RX system uses special wax softening drops to break down the earwax inside the ear. Has a specially engineered pump fitted with that unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush the wax away. And finally, the pH condition formula rinses and soothes your ears, making for the ultimate, most complete earwax removal system available. Go to usewaxrx.com or to your reusable earwash system today. Don't forget to use the offer code radio because you don't want to pay for shipping. Make them pay for shipping. Mm. Use that offer code radio. Use WaxRx.com. U-S-E WaxRx.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray Unleashed. Well, three witnesses, as we've said, you know, the FBI has not turned over their report. They haven't acknowledged uh, a lot of these things, but the witnesses themselves have been coming out (coughs) and making statements to the press. Three witnesses interviewed by the FBI in the Kavanaugh probe don't remember the party in Ford's testimony. They interviewed four people at its probe, uh, but the three witnesses who Christine Ford alleges were at the party in her testimony, don't recall the gathering. Hmm. FBI has talked to alleged party guests Patrick J. Smith, Mark Judge, and Leland Kaiser. And uh, Kavanaugh's Yale classmate, Deborah Ramirez, who said that Kavanaugh had exposed himself to her during their college years. Uh, Smith truthfully answered every question the FBI asked him, and consistent with the information he previously Provided to the Senate Judiciary Committee, he indicated that he has no knowledge of the small party or gathering described by uh, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, nor does he have any knowledge of the allegations of improper conduct she's leveled against Brett Kavanaugh. That's according to Smith's lawyer. Mr. Judge has been interviewed by the FBI, but his interview has not been completed, according to uh, Judge's lawyer, Barbara Van Gelder. Um, Kaiser doesn't remember the gathering in question, but said she believes Ford. How do you believe? (laughs) How do you believe her when you were supposedly there and you don't remember being there, but she says you were at this party? What do you mean you believe her? Again, that's just bias. That's just her personal relationship. She wants to believe her friends. She doesn't want to, she doesn't want to hurt her friend's testimony. Ms. Kaiser does not refute the the account, and she has already told the press she believes her account. However, the simple and unchangeable truth is that she was unable to corroborate it because she has no recollection of the incident in question. Well, you're done then. What do you mean you believe her? That is, it's just amazing. Uh, 
to to see everybody's agenda in this. Everybody's got a dog in the fight, and everybody's got some sort of agenda. So who do you believe? Uh, frankly, I say put him on the Supreme Court. Let's move on. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Rob in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hey guys. Hey. Hey, uh, in the spirit of the blaze, uh, at the encouragement of Glenn, always reminding us all to do our own homework. I have a couple of points for you guys. I'd mm-hmm. like to get your opinion on, um, and if I may preference it by thanking you with the castle gray skull and, uh, he man reference earlier that, that was, that was fabulous <laughs> <laughs> back in time. Mm-hmm. Um, two points. Uh, they're they're trying to label uh, Mr. Kavanaugh as uh, this horrible drunk from his high school beer drinking days, but Obama, in his own books, has gone out and bragged about his cocaine and pot use. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the media never attacked any of that. They, in fact, they largely ignored it. Right? Yep. yep. It's a complete double standard. And on the other side, with uh, like I said, Glenn always encouraging us to do our homework. Um, there are many published sites out there that are citing the background of Blasey Ford, namely her family and her father, who worked for the um, the CIA and is now, and I, this is not a conspiracy theorist, uh, anything, I'm just only citing some news, some reputable news outlets that are reporting that he is in charge. He's a vice president of um, a security firm that offers security to Comey and Strzok and Page and uh, Susan mm-hmm. Rice. This is, it's out there. You can find it re- real easy. Mm. And that her brother also works for Fusion GPS as a lawyer. <laughs> so, I mean, the rabbit hole is going a little deep here. You can connect the dots and seeing exactly why her testimony is falling apart. Wow. And oh, by the way, her husband is a guy in the pharmaceutical business for these psychotropic drugs. And his entire Facebook and history has been scrubbed before she testified. And his name was pulled off of the pharmaceutical company that he worked for. <laughs> All you got to do is start connecting the dots, and you can see what the Democrats are up to. Wow. Stop at nothing yeah. to get him off of the court. Yeah. Right? Right. I mean, it's, it's all about abortion, Pat. The whole the <laughs> bottom line is about them, about abortion. That's They don't want him on the court because they, they love abortion. Yes, I, I, I believe that. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rob. I, I had not heard the information about uh, her dad or her brother. We'll have to look into that. That's fascinating. Hmm. Uh, Mark in Massachusetts, you're on The Blaze. Good afternoon, good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we doing? Good. Pat, I need your help. Mm-hmm. I need you to explain why when Ford was asked under oath that she's ever coached somebody to do a polygraph, and we now have a third, another person who is saying he witnessed her doing this. Yeah. Why isn't she being brought back under oath and this person brought back under oath? This is a binary thing. One person is lying. They need to be asked these questions under oath. And what I'm really concerned about, Pat, is that once it is shown somebody is committing perjury in front of a congressional committee, the hammer of Thor needs to fall on them to dissuade any future um, attempts like this. If If the Democrats are allowed to play this kind of transparent, you know, chicanery like this, they're going to call this play every single time a conservative puts up anybody. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, it's, just, know, so, uh, it, it's just going to go downhill from here. Uh, so you're right. I, I appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. I think I think the reason that she's you know not been charged with perjury is because it's going to be hard to prove that she coached that person. Yes, her ex-boyfriend 
said that he saw her coach the girl, uh, her friend, but her friend says that didn't happen. So, you know, again, it's his word against hers. And uh, she's already testified that she didn't do it under perj- uh, uh, under penalty of perjury. She already testified that she didn't, that she never coached anyone. So if you can prove that she did, then yes, you would be able to charge her. But I don't know. You can prove that now. Hmm. Pretty tough to do. 888-900-3393. So we just keep going around in circles on this it's thing. It's fun, right? It's yeah, fun. It's, no, it's really it's fun. America 2018. Yeah, really awesome. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Millennial Falcon tweets once again. Pat comes straight out of the gate with Hillary audio with no prior notice. I need a safe space now. My ears hurt. Hmm. You've heard nothing yet. I mean, I could have come out with this. I am sick and tired of people who say that if you debate and you disagree with this administration, somehow you're not patriotic and we should stand up and say we are Americans and we have the right to debate and disagree with any administration. There you go. Now your ears are bleeding, right? You didn't even warn me, man. Can't we talk about this stuff? <laughs> nah, it's just more fun this way. <laughs> no. I, I felt that pain oh, with you man. guys, by the way. Yeah. Uh, all right. For Martin Flatulence, uh, Martian Flatulence, say it wrong every, just yeah, about every single time. Do I don't know. Because you know. remember the story. NASA mm-hmm. found I know. methane on Mars. On Mars, there was Martian Flatulence, not Martin Flatulence. I guess I guess maybe the atmosphere is different there. It just kind of lingers longer. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the tweet is from Martian Flatulence. Flatulence, and I say it that way because he spells it that way. He or she. Uh, Kennedy was a murderer, Clinton a rapist, Keith Ellison is at the very least an abuser of women, all proven or provable. Yet the left cares not why one iota about any of their victims, for sure, and they never have. Kennedy was at least uh, guilty of manslaughter, right? I mean, you've got to say that not phoning the authorities for 10 12 hours afterward, that's a problem. That's a problem. She was alive during much of that time. If he would have made a phone call mm-hmm. right when it happened, as soon as he got out of there, and let's say he did even uh, dive back down and try to free her from the car that was in the Chappaquiddick. Uh, well, when he couldn't do it, if, you, if he would have immediately gone for help, she might be alive today. Or she certainly would have been alive the next day. Part of what wasn't in the Jake Tapper, John Kerry clip was Kerry saying, this guy's temperament. I mean, this is, uh, uh, I can't remember what his temperament, but he was saying, um, Kavanaugh can't, this is a lifetime appointment to the Mm -hmm. Supreme Court, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So we need to take this seriously. He shouldn't be on the court. Um, Ted Kennedy? Lifetime senator. Basically was a lifetime senator. No, basically about it. He lived the rest of his life in the Senate. decades. Yeah. After leaving the scene mm-hmm. of a girl's death, again, whether it's manslaughter, murder, whatever. Yep. Uh, John Kerry, would you like to weigh in on this? Well, he stood up for his mistakes, did he? 
Shut not up. at all did he Shut stand up to up. his business. Come on. TJ Toppin tweets, I wonder how many people I loaned a million dollars to that didn't pay me back. Hard to keep track of something so insignificant. It's true. I feel that pain. Because, you know, you just forget about your million dollar loans. They're so very, very small. Mm-hmm. Dr. Rocky McRockface. Dr. Rocky McRocky face. Uh, you know, the New York Times is moving on from the Kavanaugh Ford stuff to tackle Trump's taxes. Way to pivot, New York Times. You got nothing. Got nothing. They got uh, nothing. But people are still, still supporting uh, Blazy Ford because she's a woman. And I, I guess you have to believe every woman who comes forward like this. No matter how credible, no matter how believable, no matter how believable the, the guy is, the supposed perpetrator, no matter how believable his story, no matter how believable the stories of everybody else who was supposedly there, that they don't remember it. You still have to believe her. And you can't say anything about her. Um, Allie, do you remember Allie who used to work here at The Blaze? Uh-huh. She now works for CRTV. CRTV. Mm-hmm. And she was at that festival last weekend in Austin. And she was talking about the Kavanaugh situation. And the way the crowd responded to her is unbelievable. Listen to this. Devastated to see uh, a man's life almost in ruins based on uncorroborated and unsubstantiated allegations. Um, Mm -hmm. I am devastated by the thought of a world in which people are guilty until proven innocent and the burden of of proof is on Mm -hmm. the accused. Um, I'm devastated by that world. And I listened to both of their testimonies. And while I think both are believable, I think only Kavanaugh is credible. He's the only one that has any substantiation for anything that he said. Only one with any corroboration. The only one who has gone through six FBI background checks. The only one that has uh, any evidence for anything that he's saying. And witnesses Mm -hmm. to back up what he's saying or at least say, hey, I don't remember this. He's the only one that has that. And yet we're supposed to unconditionally believe the woman. Why? Because of her anatomy? I think that's unjust. I think it's discriminatory. And I don't believe it. And why the booze? What about the thing she was saying was boo-worthy? What about it was untrue or outrageous or ridiculous or so far-fetched? Allie is a woman, so she should be allowed to make that point. Uh Uh-huh. Because a guy certainly wouldn't be allowed to make that point. Oh, no. They would have dragged him off stage and beaten him senseless. Huh. Yeah. I I find it fascinating, the response to It says it all right there. I mean, that's... The truth hurts. It's just where we are, and it doesn't matter how much evidence you have, how many facts you have on your side. They don't want to hear those facts. They just don't want anything to do with any facts. Don't even come to me with a fact. I don't care about those. I want to hear about the emotion. I want to hear about how outrageous it is that Kavanaugh did this to her 30 years ago. Well, but he didn't how dare you say that she said he did and she has a right to be believed uh, i just i don't know i don't know how you fix this how do you fix this in a world where facts don't matter the only facts that matter are the facts people make up and and just spew online and share on social media that's the only thing and so don't bother these people with actual facts, Allie. That's it's just wrong of you to do. Yeah, and if and if Jeffy <laughs> wants to start the rumor and make it become fact that he <laughs> is svelte, he could have a woman uh, make that claim online and it might stick. <laughs> it it might get I, some traction. Come on, now there's a there's a limit 
to the things that people will believe. You're probably right. You know. Sorry. I mean, that's. I was getting a little crazy there. Now you've gone way too far. Speaking of Jeffy, though, Mm -hmm. uh, did you see that uh, authorities in Argentina saved a whale uh, over the (laughs) weekend? Over wait, the weekend. Wait, 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 wait. You started mm-hmm. that story. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, oh, I got your point now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty slight. I'm that. saying Jeffy's a, a whale. overweight. Uh, overweight and, and yeah. a whale. Like a whale. Like a whale. Um, <clears throat> a humpback whale got stranded on Argentina's coast and has been sent back to the ocean safely after a round the clock rescue effort over the weekend. Listen to this. Dozens, dozens of people worked for 28 straight hours digging around the seven ton whale using heavy machinery how much did that cost now isn't that just nature the whale beached himself wait is that why there's sand trek through here from when jeffy was just in here yes now i get it now. yes okay. they they it's all over saved the floor him. uh the whale swam aground on saturday in the resort town of mar del tuya uh-huh. to you about 330 kilometers south of Buenos Aires, so nobody knows where that is. What a stupid nobody man. knows where that is if it's 330 dumb, kilometers. Dumb whale. Could be a, it, an inch and a half outside of Buenos yeah. Aires, or it could be 7,000 miles. I There's no nobody way to know, knows. right? There's no way to know. The first efforts uh, using a crane uh, <laughs> to get the whale back to the sea failed. At least, at Jeffy least can relate that, to this because yes. cranes can't get him into the building. At least in that country, they're not trying to cram him into <laughs> dumpsters like we do here now. Biologist Karina Alvarez said the animal floated, but it did not move its tail or pectoral fins because it was too weak. The waves eventually brought the whale back to the coast again. Aww. Rescuers finally used a special harness to pull the whale back into the ocean using a tugboat on Sunday. So what did that cost to save that whale? And I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying, I mean, isn't that... Like, if man wasn't here, that whale would just be dead on the shore. Yeah, and then right? blow it up and make some good footage we could air on chewing the fat 30 Well, if man later. wasn't here, how would it blow up? Thanks for... Okay, yeah, I just ruined your whole premise there. Thanks, Descartes. But, um, I appreciate that. It's, it's interesting to me that all these people think that, that the whale... I mean, you're going to spend... It had to cost thousands and thousands of dollars... Man hours for dozens and dozens of people, plus the heavy equipment. And it was just an act of nature. It just beached itself. <laughs> so, why? I mean, I'm glad it's alive. Are you? But you don't care. I do. I, I care very deeply about the whales. Mm. And, uh, I mean, look at Star Trek Four. We saw how important they are. They're the ones who are going to save us by sending the signal out to the probe that they're still here and they're not extinct. So we need whales. Oh, you ruined that movie for me. No, sorry. Spo- I, I should have said, yeah. spoiler alert from 1984. Yeah. Spoiler alert. You ruined it right for yeah. me. Yeah, all right. I, it, was on my, it was on my list of, of movies. Are you Netflix just going to get to that? Yeah. Really? Ah, oh, darn it. I, I apologize to everybody who hadn't yet seen Star Trek IV, <laughs> The Voyage Home. Uh, 888-933-93. To here in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey, Hi. Keith. How are you guys doing? Good. Mm-hmm. You really concerned, right, um, or are you just making small talk? Yeah, I want to know that one too. Is that, <laughs> yeah. Seriously? I, actually, I was just making small talk. Yeah, I thought but, so. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I wanted to make a point about uh, Hillary Clinton's criticism of Kavanaugh's uh, testimony and his mentioning of her. Mm-hmm. He wasn't trying to blame Clinton. 
what he was doing was making the point that because there was so much anger and outrage over her losing the election, that that has created the atmosphere where people hate Trump so much that they're willing to go through all of this uh, uh, shenanigans to, you know, get him from being nominated or get him from being confirmed. Mm-hmm. That's what he was talking about. He wasn't saying, oh, it's Clinton's fault. You know, right. His yes. point was true. it was the atmosphere that was created because people are so outraged that she lost. They can't get over it. Yeah. And so they're just doing anything they can to sink Trump and anybody that he nominates or anything that has to do with him. Yeah, very true. I, I, I think you're probably right about that. Um, but yeah. she, she, you know, she made it all about herself. And I, I'm not sure. Appreciate the call to hear. I, I'm not sure that they're beyond that. Anyway, I mean, do you think that the. The Clintons hold a grudge? No, I think so. I think they probably do. <laughs> How many? Yeah. I mean, look at, the, look at the Clinton death toll. What, what are we at now? Oh, uh, 50 four, some? 4,029. Well, that's increased a little bit since last yeah. I checked. Yeah, they've been busy. Now, uh, Keith has been shopping this story today. <laughs> yes! The re- yes! The real reason to stop Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, the headline is, My Sinister Battle with Brett Kavanaugh Over the Truth. By Ambrose Evans Pritchard. He was a reporter uh-huh. back in the 90s, yep. around the time the mm. Vince Foster situation was now, occurring. What is he now? Because I know that name. Why do I know that name? Mm-hmm. He's international business editor of the Daily Te- Telegraph Still? now. Okay, that's what he was so, at the time, I think. Was uh, he? he? Some British newspaper, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, he has covered world politics and economics for 30 years. Based in Europe, the U.S., Latin America... Uh, so that's just a little background of mm-hmm. Ambrose Evans Pritchard. But tw- he says, 23 years ago, I crossed swords with a younger Brett Kavanaugh in one of the weirdest, most disturbing episodes of my career as a journalist. What he goes on to claim is that Brett Kavanaugh shut him down when he was investigating the Vince Foster suicide. Apparently, there was evidence that Vince Foster... You know, they, they claim he, he shot himself in the mouth. Um, and <laughs> go for it, man. Supposedly. <laughs> now, let's hear this now. Let's hear this now. <laughs> well, then, of course, he dragged himself across the street and dumped him his body, his own body in the park. Uh, As typically happens. After he shot himself three suicide. times in the yes. head. That happens all the time in suicides. So that didn't really happen. But he supposedly shot himself in the mouth. And apparently there's a lot of evidence that there was also a neck wound, that there was a bullet hole in his neck. Well, where did that come from? Did he shoot himself twice? N- no, probably not. So I guess, I I guess the implication here is that somebody shot him in the neck and then maybe put the gun in his mouth and shot him there to make it look like a suicide, and they they ignored the neck wound. Who who? I'm sorry. Who ignored the neck wound? They, you know them. No, I don't. I want to know who they and them <laughs> is. You know, the Clinton people who killed him, of course. That would be the theory, wouldn't it? Whoever the Clintons hired to kill him, that's who they would be. Well, no, 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 no. That would be who killed him. Yes. But we're saying who ignored after the but fact. But who ignored? Nick, well, Nick who was part of the, the Kenneth Starr uh, investigation team? Huh. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh. What? Wait. And supposedly oh. Brett Kavanaugh shut it all down, including oh. Ambrose Evans Pritchard and his investigation of this. Now, it's pretty dramatic what he goes on to detail. <laughs> we should maybe send this out on uh, Twitter 
should maybe tweet this article out. Um, I did. Oh, you, you did already? And you're about to. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And, so uh, that's interesting. It's Ivan. interesting, Ivan. Sure is. Is there a phone number people can call and talk about yeah, it's, this? It's or? right there. It's, when can they call it? When can they call? Oh, that's, I'm, so no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's interesting. It's interesting. So, uh, when, when, can, when, they can, when can they call? Uh, lines are open now. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. Hold on a second. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, I had a question about this. Um Mm. Oh, so that doesn't make sense. So it almost seemed like Hillary and Bill, for that matter, right mm-hmm. now would be supporting Kavanaugh silently and not saying anything, right? They'd be like, yes. whoa, this is the guy that, that got us out of the Vince Foster murder situation. If it's true, yeah. If all this is true, you would think so. But mm. would they ever support a Republican for any uh, nomination? Probably but that's not. my point. I would expect them to maybe just uh-huh. keep quiet then, just... Not say anything. Oh my gosh, Bill! Did you see? Hey, hey! Right. This is a phone call between Hillary and Bill. Hey, Bill! Long time no speak, hubby. Well, uh, so th- did you see that Kavanaugh guy that got us off the hook for murdering Vince Foster's up for Supreme Court? Yeah, I guess we should stay low. There's supposedly a photo, um, and uh, Evans Pritchard claims the photo is pivotal. It confirmed what several people who handled the body originally stated. I interviewed the first rescue worker on the scene. And when I asked him about the mouth wound, here's what Evans Pritchard says. Hmm. He grabbed me and said with frightening intensity, listen to me, buddy. Foster was shot right here, jabbing his fingers into my neck. Hmm. He said the FBI had pressured him, too, into changing his story and that official, the official narrative was a pack of lies. Now, supposedly... There's a 20-page report that outlines this stuff that's attached to the Foster report. That was originally 511 pages. Yeah, but they made it. They made them condense it. But the gist of it is supposedly attached to the actual report. That's hard to believe. I'd like to know if that's true. If that's true, then I'll go back to believing the Vince Foster conspiracy. And let's do it like this, okay? This really isn't that big of a deal, right? Uh, <laughs> if Kavanaugh stopped this investigation that could have led to, to a sitting president... And he did uh, it for political yeah, power well, reasons. Yeah, that's not a big deal. The big deal to keep <laughs> this man, Brett Kavanaugh, off the court is if he threw an ice cube at someone. That's, I mean, let's, let's yeah, focus let's, our let's go back properly to, here, right. okay? Yes. Let's stay focused, people. <laughs> Thank you. Don't forget yesterday's startling, stunning revelation yeah. that he threw ice on a guy at a bar. And That's unforgivable, quite I, frankly, now that I think I about it. I almost made myself ill again, just Whoa. speaking of it. Now, yesterday I actually became physically ill just thinking of him throwing ice on somebody. Oh, oh man. <clears throat> Sorry, it's so troubling that wow. I... Can't even speak. You get of that it. nasty bile taste in yeah, your mouth yes. now. Yes. I hate that. Gross. Are you starting to sweat profusely? Take a drink of it. Oh, whoa, mm. whoa! There's there's ice in that cup you just drank from I'm for security. Not, I'm not going to throw it. I will not. I vow to you now. I am not throwing it at anyone. All okay. right. What well, about, except what, maybe you, Jeffy. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. All right. Uh, 
on Friday, I think, A Star is Born comes out. Isn't it Friday? Does that that and Venom? Oh, oh yeah, I mean, both. I Mr. Cinema. Over so here. finally, two pretty big movies that um, you know I, I wouldn't mind seeing either one of them. Although I think I think uh, Star is Born is rated R, and Venom comes out, and uh, so Bradley Cooper is doing all these interviews now because mm-hmm. it was this is his big film project. A Star is Born. Oh, cool. Why he felt so passionately about it, I don't know, but I guess he's wanted to do this. I think he said since he was six years old or something hmm. I, it's kind of weird but so he's interviewing with this woman in uh in england I, i've never seen or heard her before um and maybe with good reason but he he's doing her show and uh the whole thing gets a little bit awkward uh-huh. <laughs> take a look at this i want you to now vision me in your next movie and i'm going to give you some original music now are you up for listening yeah always we're in abbey road okay me 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 <clears throat> mm, that's just my siren get ready to ready so it goes like this can you feel it oh tell me can you feel it uh-huh can you feel it can you feel it when your body's lying next to mine Sends a tingling right through my spine Boy, I tell you, it could blow my mind Can you feel it? Can you feel it? good stuff. Thank you, all one of you What do you think? It's original I think it's, I think it's, uh, I just, you just blew my mind. <laughs> and not in a good way. Real, I could have watched that for mm-hmm. much longer. Really? Yeah, I've I was, I was. Converse. Yeah. In the morning oh, when we're feeling fine. No. no, honey, Because no. we've been loving all through the night. Oh, man. Boy, I tell you, it could blow your mind. It's a bit of a repeat. Huh? This kind of feeling <laughs> only comes up once a lifetime. Johnny, uh, can you oh. feel it? Oh, tell me, can, can you, you feel, feel it? it? Can you feel it? Uh-huh. Can you feel it? Wow. Wow. Did you feel that, Bradley? Right? I, I, I did. Wow. Yeah. When yeah. did you write that? I did it yesterday morning. <laughs> Oof. Man, that's painful. Where, where, where is Simon Cowell when you need him? I know. That was that was bloody awful. Awful. It was bloody awful. That was the worst thing I've ever heard. Do you use WaxRx? Because <laughs> you need to hear yourself. <laughs> I think when that happens, uh, you want your ears loaded with wax. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah I, but, I, you know... She's not good. No, and Bradley How Cooper made the mistake of trying to be nice. I yeah. could have listened to that forever. Oh, right. yeah, well, here's verse <laughs> two. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, he's just being nice, Puddin'. Yeah. Just being nice. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hopeful the movie's going to do well. What's it, what's it about? A Star is Born? You've never heard of A Star is Born? It's no. the old Barbara Streisand, uh, no. Chris Christopherson movie. I don't know. It's about a star being born. Jeez. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> I'm not He's like an aging this. rock star. Okay. And then Lady Gaga plays an mm. up-and-coming singer, and he kind of helps her in her career, I think. I think that's how it goes. And uh, she becomes a bigger star than him. And, oh, I feel so bad uh-huh. that I don't know about this. Okay. Well, it's stupid. You're just stupid. Oh, I'm but stupid, but not because of this movie yeah. that I don't know about from the 1970s. No, it's just one of the many things that contributes to your Right, but I mean, you don't want to hang your hat on this as your prime example. No, I'm not hanging any hats. I'm just, there's a lot of hats to hang in your stupidity. Let's not talk about hats in the studio. It's no. a very sensitive area for me. Oh, yeah, you can't wear any. Thanks.
Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right. In uh, some other news <laughs> that's sort of related to music, uh, Peggy Sue, Peggy Sue Guerin, who inspired Buddy Holly's classic by the same name, not Peggy Sue Guerin, but Peggy Sue. If he would have added the Garen, it may not have been quite as sketchy. Now see, I know this song. <laughs> she's dead. She oh. died at 78. Oh, well, thanks for that warning, Sad. man. No, she's not feeling very well. Oh, no. Is she okay? No, nah, well, Should she's we go and see her? got a little bit worse. Whoa. Eh, she's really? gone. Uh, she's gone. We lost her. We lost her. Well, that was, was that better? That was, yeah, that was a little better. Broke it to you a little, a little softer. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, she's, a, you know that song, right? I do. Peggy Sue. Peggy Sue. Can't play it because uh, 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 I love you, girl. Anyway, why do we um, need to play it when we've got the same thing right, right here? Right. Uh-huh. So, uh, Garen met Holly in Lubbock oh. in the mid 50s when he was a budding musician, and she was still a high school student at Lubbock High School. As Garen recalled, their first <laughs> encounter occurred when Holly, running late for a gig, accidentally knocked her over. Uh-oh. He ran over me, guitar in, ha- in one hand. Amp in the other and said, I don't have time to pick you up, but you sure are pretty. A pretty, 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 pretty bag. That was good, man. So another girl came up to him and uh, helped pick up her books and stuff and said, you know who that was? That was Buddy Holly. And with that one song, he became a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. What a jerk. Uh, Again. Uh, foreigner sold 80 million copies, mm-hmm. not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But he did 80 million. Help her up right? after knocking her over. Right? Did he give her some of the royalties from this song? Nope. Now I don't like Buddy Holly anymore. Nah, that nah. Ass. What a jerk. More Pat Gray Unleashed and uh, Chewing the Fat coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Time to chew the fat with Jeffy. Yeah, I noticed uh, in the uh, a little bit ago on this broadcast, you were talking about a story that you referenced me, and then you didn't. Uh, I was wondering why, why you referenced me to that story. It was about a. It was hmm? about a, a beached whale. <laughs> yeah, that was about you being overweight. overweight. Oh, so oh, I didn't get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I, wondering why yeah. you brought me up. So because yeah, that's it's a why. large animal. I yeah. just want to know when you were in Argentina. Like when was this? <laughs> it's over the weekend. Wow, they made it back pretty quickly. You swam back. Now they rescued me. I got yeah. stuck. They just got yeah. me out of there. <laughs> you know, I I didn't hear all of what you were saying, but. Seriously, Can we spend we thousands about, and thousands of money? dollars. Thank you to to put return a whale. I mean, why don't they just sea? stick dynamite in it? <clears throat> Blow it up. Well, then you're going to get whale blubber all over I, the place. I, I know, so good. That'd be kind of gross. I've watched that video like a thousand times again. <laughs> it's so good. But I, I can't believe they actually just stuck. I know in it. that shows you the difference up. between 1970 and today. Boy, no kidding. You never do that today. Oh man, <laughs> not a chance. So two days after the SEC sued uh, Tesla. Uh, CEO Elon Musk for a fraud related to the you know infamous funding secured tweet, uh, and you remember you know the most expensive uh, tweet in history. The, I'm considering taking Tesla private at four hundred twenty dollars funding secured. A lie. 
Now, that only cost him uh, $317,460 per keystroke. Uh, he's still fighting uh, both Musk and Tesla. So here we go. He relinquishes his role as chairman of the Tesla board for at least three years. And they will, Tesla will add two new independent directors. He'll keep the CEO title, avoid the SEC's earlier bid to keep him from holding office at any public company. And both Musk and Tesla pay $20 million to the SEC, uh, which will go toward reimbursing harmed shareholders. But he's still, I mean, they, I can't believe that they were still fighting. I mean, he gave the ultimatum to Tesla to fight the SEC. He said, fight the SEC or I quit. Uh, so they fought and came to this is when they ended up with this. But they fought over the weekend, and it ended up costing them more money. And they're not sure, you know, they're all, they were all behind Elon, or at least they say they are. Uh, I am. It might be time. Elon, just take a break. Mm-hmm. Just take a break. You got other things to go in for you. Don't worry about it. You got SpaceX. Let's let's figure. Let's get our let's get our tube rides ready to go. All right. Let me put it in the fast tube. Let's go. Mm-hmm. We'll be in the bank tube. Mm-hmm. And don't worry about Teslas. Let somebody else run that for you. And if you were one of the lucky ones that. Uh, had uh, information on your uh, news feed that uh, you may have uh, been hacked uh, because you needed to change your password on Facebook. Don't worry, there's only 50 million accounts. A little oh, over 50 okay. million accounts. So don't bad. worry about it. And it happened on Friday. And so, uh, and, and if you're feeling really bad, um, Zuckerberg, it, well, he was one of them too. Uh, so they got his too. <laughs> Uh, it, you know, good for them. That makes me happy. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, the big thing was the, the the hacker was going to delete his uh, profile. Did that happen? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Don't I think, think so? they stopped mm. it in time. Yeah, because they stopped. Everybody they got the notice that they if you if you had to log in and your password wouldn't work, that meant that you had been hacked. Mm. So I'm pretty. I, I don't know if anyone. It doesn't report that anyone uh, you know complained that they got had their stuff all deleted. But you know, look, they've got uh, we've got. Of course, timing is everything for them, right? They've they lost their chief security officer, and this is before the midterm elections, which of course Facebook has all their safeguards in place for against the misuse. So good luck. Wow. Good luck. No kidding. I mean, all our information is out there, so mm-hmm. go ahead and take it. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Uh, Two eighteen today. Two eighteen Eastern today. All right, FEMA. It's going to issue its first nationwide test for the wireless emergency alert. Oh, so our phones are all going to go off? Yeah, baby. Oh, I'm looking forward on, to it. Man. I'm looking forward to it because it's kind of it's going to be kind of like the Amber Alert or the flood warning. What time is this? 2.18. P.M. Eastern? Yes. Yeah, Eastern. Eastern so that's Eastern, right. So a little more than half an hour. Minutes. Yeah. Oh, good. And you're going to get the, it's going to read presidential alert. That this is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. No action is needed. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's what's gonna gonna read. It's not gonna oh, sound like that. I'd be big, happy to be big the, the alert guy. It? Mm-hmm. I mean, I appreciate them looking out for us. Yeah, sure, I do too. I mean, don't you get the amber alerts and the flood warnings? Mm-hmm. Nope, I can turn those off. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, can I, you? Yes. Yeah, you can. Oh. You can turn the alerts off. But why? Oh, why I didn't know that. You it's been more than five minutes. Well, yeah, because I mean, the yeah. the tornado warnings come. Uh, and the flood warnings, and uh, you need correct. those. Yes, you do. You need those. Well, spend more than five minutes with your phone, and you can figure out how to turn them off. Uh-huh. When we're dri- when no. we're driving away, Keith, we'll be. Uh huh. We'll wave yeah. to you. Uh, See, no, no. What you do is you set up to get the alerts from a private <laughs> weather company <laughs> to alert you when there's weather trouble, as opposed to depending on the government to do that for you. Okay. All right. Well, I just okay. want to be warned. Well, good luck. I don't, I don't care right. Good luck. 
Uh, it's going to last about a half hour, and about 2.20 p.m., the test of the broadcast systems will happen. So about 2.18, they're going to send it out to the uh, 225 million mobile devices. Oh, I can't wait for this. 225 million. I hope I it's while we're on the air, in Jeez, the segment. Well, it's going to be on the air. Yeah. Are your It'll phone be. turned down, though? I mean, that's what I'm saying. We can, I don't think you can turn that down, unless you turn it off. Right? Well, there better not be a FEMA problem at 2 a.m. when I'm trying to sleep, then. Yeah, though, that... Uh, Emergencies don't happen when you're sleeping. Thank you. Okay, good. Well, yeah, right. A bullet dodge. <laughs> Woo! I was worried. I was like, okay, daylight hours only sleeping. for emergencies, please. <laughs> I mean, that's clear. <laughs> only during regular business hours yeah, 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 you know, yeah. do emergencies happen. Like when primetime hits, yeah. I don't want to hear about your you know, national emergencies. Well, no, okay? they know we're busy with football Thank you. in primetime. So Sunday right. afternoons Thank are out you. too. Got yes. it? Yes. All right, government. Saturdays. Yep. Saturdays, yep. Some Friday nights. Some Friday nights. So look, mm-hmm. like this Friday night. Monday through Friday, emergencies are allowed between business hours. That's it. 8, 8, right. 8, 8, 8, 8 a.m. to 5 Friday? p.m. We're good. Hmm? Are you this Friday? Yeah. BYU, Utah State, Friday night. Oh. Mm-hmm. You better hope there's not Ooh. a FEMA disaster. You have mm-hmm. problems. There might be one in Utah State. Don't tell you that. Shut up. Every, <laughs> every weekend in Nebraska, there's a FEMA disaster. It's in Lincoln. Uh, de Blasio, uh, fine, fine, uh, honorable mayor from uh, New York City, uh, is going to sign legislation allowing third genders on birth certificates. Mm-hmm. Good for Finally. Him. Uh, thank you. Long time Finally. coming. Thank what about you. the other 93? Well, mm-hmm. it, you get the third is going to equal all of those because uh, it's just going to be X. Hmm. So okay. get over yourself with all the other hundreds, okay? Wow, that seems very uh, wow. generic there. So much X. of the documentation that we depend on in our everyday lives comes from the state and federal government, says the mayor. Whose fault is that, says me, mm-hmm. <laughs> to the mayor? Uh, you. We've let you get away with that. Uh, it was proposed uh, by uh, Council Speaker Corey Johnson, and it's the ensures the new non-binary identity category known as mm. X be available on birth certificates for those who don't consider themselves to be male or female. I'm not sure how the baby answers that question on the birth certificate, but mm-hmm. this is just up to the parents. Or they just wait for, uh, you know, look, they had two people. <laughs> so this is more for the people who have now grown up and they want to change their birth certificate and they're just going to allow you to do it now. It doesn't matter. You can be X or whatever the hell you want to be. But only when they had the, when they had the uh, city council meeting, Two people testified at the hearing. Mm. Both were trans- transgender persons who spoke in favor of the legislation. That was it. <laughs> wow. Everybody else was like, whatever. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, it lasted eight minutes. We heard from you, two, two trans. Okay. Pass. I mean, that's amazing. Which shows you how a vocal minority can get something major done. That's sure for does. sure. Uh, so under the bill, transgender New Yorkers will no longer need a letter from a from a physician or an affidavit from a licensed healthcare provider to change their gender on the government form. Yeah, we've been so beaten down with this stuff now. It's like, okay, whatever. Okay, yeah. I know. Too. Go ahead. I know. Just go for, ahead. Just do it. All right. Put an X. On I know there. I'm a hater if I oppose it. So just do it. Whatever. Put an X on there. Whatever. Does, but, but right, the X, you know, in the in the Whatever. short term, the X doesn't affect me, right? Uh-huh. Just in the long term, uh-huh. right? Just just in overall time in, in the in the in the future. The continual societal change is what affects us. Yes, you know, people used to say, "Well, what do I care about same-sex marriage? It doesn't affect my marriage." Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but what's the ultimate goal here? Um, we were told by a uh, radical person uh who was a member of the lgbtqqia2 community that the ultimate goal was to get rid of marriage 
Do you remember that? Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, I mean, that's their, well, that's their ultimate goal, right? Yeah. They don't care about that. They yeah. just want to, here's to what, do that. Yeah. If you don't believe it, here's what she said. I, um, I mean, I agree. It's a no-brainer that, uh, that we should have the right to marry. But uh, I also think equally that it's a no-brainer that the institution of marriage should not exist. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> Yay! And they all Yay! cheer. They all cheer. That causes my brain some trouble. Uh, Does it? And, um, hmm. and part of it, why it causes me trouble is because uh, mm-hmm. fighting for gay marriage generally involves lying about what we're going to do with marriage when we get there. Hmm. You know, oh, because we does. lie that the institution of marriage is not going to change. And that is a lie. The institution of marriage is going to change and it should change. Okay, wow. so there you go. I mean, there's somebody who was honest about the ultimate agenda. You know, I kind of, you know, if you think about, see, this is getting too deep for marriage, but if you think about uh, marriage like that, I'm, I kind of agree with her that mm-hmm. the traditional marriage that you and I are talking about as far as having to go to the government and get a license and having them uh, stamp me okay to get mm-hmm. married, I'm okay with getting rid of that. Yeah. But, it, it could be a religious still, ceremony. Right. Mm-hmm. And it should be our call for that. Mm-hmm. Only they can't keep their hands out of it. Right. And yeah. so they want to control it all, just like uh, just like our girl there. Mm-hmm. She wants to have her little hands and everything, saying who and who can't. We don't want the government doing that, and that we don't want that traditional marriage. But we want to be okay if we, you know, haul a log in here and marry this tree. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Agonizing. Congratulations to uh, New Hampshire man uh, Steve Geddes. Uh, he broke the uh, national record for the heaviest pumpkin at the Deerfield Fair in Deerfield, New Hampshire. I usually go. I didn't go this week. Didn't make it. Well, you were in Argentina, so you couldn't quite get to New Hampshire. (laughs) Yeah, you were on the beach there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How was it? Got a little help to get back into the water. Can you get the sand out of here that you trekked through? Couldn't quite get to New Hampshire in time. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Steve uh, grew the uh, pumpkin to 2,000. 528 pounds. It's a big pumpkin. That wow. is a monster pumpkin. Those of you watching on Blaze Television, you can take a look at that wow. bad boy. That's a monster gourd right there. How many times have you said that in your life? <laughs> it's first place ribbon plus $6,000 prize money. Pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Now, he also uh, won major bragging rights because he is currently the owner of the biggest pumpkin ever grown in North America. Okay. All right. Now, Woody Lancaster, uh, the Northeast representative for the Great Pumpkin Commonwealth, an oh, yeah. organization that serves as the worldwide governing body for uh-huh. competitive pumpkin growing, sure. uh, he's quoted as saying, it's a big deal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a big deal. The current world record belongs to a Belgian man uh-huh. who grew a 2,624.6-pound Pumpkin in 2016. Look at that thing. Huh? There's that bad That's boy in Belgium. That's a gourd right there. Right? <laughs> Great band name. You know, so none of these were grown in Chernobyl over in Russia. That we, that we that we're aware of. We're aware of, okay. Uh, it's many things, uh, said Lancaster. <clears throat> it's many things. It's seeing something the size of your thumbnail grow into a 2,000-pound <laughs> fruit. It's the challenge. It's the joy of accomplishment. That I disagree that like pumpkin mom. is a fruit. It's just that doesn't. It's a squash, right? Squashes. Yeah, right. It's vegetable matter to me. Now, yeah. it might not officially be. I don't know, but. Uh, I, I agree with you there. Yeah. It's not a fruit. Uh huh. No. It's not a fruit. Right, no. Right. Fruit tastes good. Uh, pumpkin ick. Well, 
I mean, pumpkin if you're just to okay, cook pumpkin the pumpkin pies or eh, you know, pumpkin, pumpkin pies, okay. butter, my wife makes some yeah. pumpkin butter that's pretty good. Yeah. All right. What about tomatoes? But that, but that has help in? with other mm. ingredients, right? That's not just like sugar, the pumpkin spices. <laughs> yeah, tomato, yes. vegetable, or fruit. Yes. To me, it's a it's a vegetable. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't consider. I mean, tomato being a fruit, that's just no. no. That's wrong. No, that's, that's mm. wrong. No. And they can claim it, it's a fruit all they want. Not to me. Right. Huh. Not to Thank me. Thank you. Okay. You can call mm-hmm. it anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Now, it's those, like calling it a banana what, a vegetable. That's all of a sudden a vegetable now. A banana is a Wait, vegetable. What? Yeah. When did that happen? It didn't happen. I'm just saying it's like that. Oh, okay. You know, because our whole lives we grew up thinking <laughs> th- tomatoes a vegetable. Right. And now all of a sudden we're supposed to. And then all of a, a sudden it's a no, it's a fruit. Oh, no, it's a fruit. No. An where apple. Did, that's a vegetable now. Where did my grandfather grow the tomatoes? In the vegetable garden. Right. It wasn't in the fruit trees. Right. Thank you. Where do wow. you go, big fat pumpkins? Not on fruit trees. <laughs> no, not on trees, my friend. No. no. Uh, you know what? Jeffy just had some logic there. I don't know what to do with that. I mean, that, that makes total sense. If it, did it grow in a vegetable garden? It's a vegetable. Exactly. Nice job, nice job Jeffy. It's just frightening that it came from Jeffy. We do have very some frightening. Scary. That's my well, point. We're all stunned. We don't know what to do with and ourselves amazed. Now, so. Well, not impressed, but stunned mm-hmm. and amazed. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Wonderful news. Uh, speaking of uh, vegetables and how good they are for you, uh, we've just found out that uh, drinking tequila uh, may help you lose weight. Hmm. Uh, I know. Huh. I know. Is that right? I know. <laughs> the, uh, it's made from the, the agave. You know, and the agavans is a natural form of sugar that's found in that agave plant. Sure. It's non-digestible, and according to the study, it can act as if dietary fiber and as a result will not raise blood glucose. So it also helps people with diabetes level their type 2 diabetes. Oh, I know. They, healthy. They fed it to mice for this specific test and uh, the diet and added the agavans to the water. It revealed that the mice who consumed the agavans ate less and had lower blood sugar. So I'm all for it. Let's go. Um, uh, let's, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I have to drink a bunch of tequila, it's been a while since I've been drunk on tequila. So what the heck? Let's go again. Um. Congratulations to Toys R Us. I know we talked about uh, their bankruptcy and how it was a surprise and why they're closing down. And, you know, they should probably rethink what they were doing and the game plan that they had. But top lenders of Toys R Us have decided to cancel the bankruptcy auction of its brand name and other intellectual property assets. Instead, they plan to revive the Toys R Us uh, and Babies R Us brand names in the Monday court document. So, I mean, they filed They filed to have it all go, mm-hmm. right? When they closed everything, they were in all this debt. They were going to shut everything down. They were going to uh, sell its operations in Canada, Asia, and Europe, shut down in the United States. But uh, And they planned to sell the brand names, Toys R Us, Babies R Us, mm. and uh, the website domains, and Jeffrey the Giraffe, and what other, other assets they have. But all the brand names and all of that, uh, they're keeping now they want to keep. Gonna, uh, we think we can make some money off of that. Mm. And I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would agree with that. They, I think that they, you know, I think that they probably had some bad leadership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had a giraffe running the show, and what do you expect? And I know you can only use uh, Amazon and Walmart uh, to uh, blame for so long. I mean, all those companies had other toy manufacturers giving them, you know, you think about it, Walmart, Target, Amazon, have specific toy companies making specific products just for them. They have the big toy, you know, where you can get them everywhere. Mm-hmm. But then there's just, uh, you know, Target exclusive, Walmart exclusive, Amazon exclusive. Why not do that? with? I mean, I don't know why Toys R Us wasn't doing that. It didn't make uh, any sense. I don't know. 
but they were also five billion dollars in debt. Five billion in debt. Okay, so they were a little under. Yeah, and it's a poorly run company. They were a little under. Yes, poorly run. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they've get some, uh, you know, they get some new some new people at the helm and uh, things can turn around. Uh, we got time for a couple more. Tim Cook, head of Apple, he uh, he decided to talk about what users want from Apple and what they want from us is. What we've always provided them is a curated platform. Well, thanks, Tim. He denied that the decision uh, to uh, get rid of uh, Alex Jones had anything to do with Apple's political biases. Because Apple and other tech giants are based in left-leaning Silicon Valley, a lot of conservatives have charged them with that. And Tim says, uh, no. Despite Apple's ban of Jones, its user can still find material and apps found on its services that come from all over the political spectrum. We don't take a political stand. We're not leaning one way or the other. He refuted again the notion that Apple was working in coordination with other tech companies. I mean, it was just a coincidence. It was just a coincidence. Uh, the iPhone maker removed most of Jones' podcast. Its app, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube also removed his material from their services. But as far as he knows, or anyone else at Apple... He doesn't think anyone talked with any of those other companies about Jones. Hmm. So, Hmm. our decisions are independent. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they've shut down many uh, left-leaning sites, right, that are also offensive and hateful. He he didn't mention that in that that talk. That's weird. All right. But... I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you. I mean, sure. It's it's all about fairness, and they're not biased here. <laughs> right. It's all right down the middle. We look. We want them to give us curated. Information. Oh, sure, sure. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, we'll finish up here in just a sec. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Finish it up. Chewing the fat here with Jeffy. All right, so we found a new uh, new rock in the sky. Searching for Planet X, scientists discover a distant goblin. It's an object billions of miles beyond Pluto. The object has an orbit that hints at an uh, even farther out super Earth. Larger Planet X could be lurking out there. The findings were announced... <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Camera guy, get that. Get a shot of Jeffy. <laughs> what the hell? Because Pat just threw ice at Jeffy. And you know what? Normally, I would say, Heinous, get him out of right? here. You're not even qualified to be a talk host now mm-hmm. for throwing ice. But mm-hmm. you know what? You stole one of our stories. So let's... Yeah. Jerk. Right. That's our story. That planet story is ours, Look how man. heinous this right, is, we'll too. Do it, look at... Yeah, we'll do it. Somebody could be killed here yeah, throwing look ice. Look at that. Threw ice on him. <laughs> ice. I don't care about the stupid. And I threw it at him too. Why do you throw it at me? Threw ice. I did it because Pat likes yeah. it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the felonies being committed in this room right now. <laughs> this, is, this room is the heinousness. Turn the cameras off before of what's mean. going on here. They'll have to shut the whole company down. Ice has been thrown. <laughs> 
I and mean, it's on camera. So it's on camera, right? Yeah, we can't deny it now. Now you can't be denied. I mean, if I, I t- tell you one thing, ain't nobody in this room gonna ever serve in the Supreme Court. Of the United if you States. could call it's the true. police and they could send me home, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be okay with that. <laughs> So, okay, so this planet... I threw it away. No, you do it. No, I'm not oh, doing wow. it. This pl- I, I want to know about the planet. I, I like about the you planet. do your own story about it. Wow, mm. gravitational pull in this room is really getting disturbing of itself. All right, you're throwing, mm-hmm. you're throwing mm-hmm. ice? You're committing mm-hmm. a felony and I, mm-hmm. against me? Yes. No, I'm done. <laughs> you don't want to tell us about <laughs> the, the goblin? I'm doing <laughs> a podcast this afternoon. Oh, chewing the fat teasing, with chewing Jeff the Fisher. Fat all right, you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, Jeff Fisher Radio, for mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can also comment on uh, having, uh, seeing, seeing, and witnessing and hearing me have a felony committed against Be me. Be assaulted with ice. <laughs> Thank you. Assaulted mm-hmm. with ice. It's amazing that you're admitting that. We brandished yeah. the ice <laughs> brandished and it. then assaulted him with it. <laughs> All over, you know, because I was trying to be nice and do a story about a planet. No, I, I like yeah. the story. Of the I know. Planet. You, oh my god, like maybe it. that's why I was doing it. I like, it. but we'll I'm do not it. doing nice Keep stories doing like it. that anymore. All right, Keep doing whatever. It. You don't want to do it. We can talk about the construction worker okay. that kept uh, 245 million dollar lotto winnings a secret. Whoa, for about a, about about a month. It's a good idea. People, you are lying. I don't know what they're making a big deal out of this. This guy, he won he won the big the big money, and uh, he uh, checked his ticket a couple times, and then he. Kept the ticket in a safe and contacted a lawyer. Brilliant. Yeah. And he still kept for working. Him. He kept working. And they're, they're making Didn't this out of Didn't say anything to anybody. He was, right. Mm-hmm. That he was, you know, just continued to work. Going to take the lump sum payment. Already had the trust made out. Gonna be, they, I think it's the lump sum is about $100 million. Nice. I could do that. Oh, my I mean, $100 million gosh. might put you up into a higher tax bracket. But yeah, it might. Might. It'd be worth it, though. Definitely. Oh. How sweet would that be? So sweet, and of course you're going to keep it quiet. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to. Otherwise, right. you're going to be deluged. Guys like Keith are just going to come around yeah. begging for money. Leeches <laughs> everywhere. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, <clears throat> where a Cheeto Addict tweets, If Foreigner would have knocked over a high school girl, they'd be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or maybe Supreme Court nominees. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I throw away a bunch of tweets there. There we go. Probably not good. Uh, from Luigi. Um... <clears throat> or is it Lucy? Spelled a different way. Anybody else disturbed by the fact that it takes 66.6 votes in the Senate to convict? <laughs> eh, a little bit. That's mm-hmm. funny. Uh, Millennial Falcon tweets, uh, presidential alert, also known as the greatest, most tremendous alert. Oh, <laughs> well, we get that 15 minutes from now if you're listening live. Right. Now 14 minutes, Mark. <clears throat> uh, from Kim Lewandowski, Jeffy having a logical argument for tomatoes. Have pigs flown yet? Well, they haven't. They're sprouting wigs, wings right now. Uh-huh. Uh, snarky McSnarkface, if tomatoes are fruit, then why are tomatoes most often used as the base or main ingredient in vegetable juice? Thank you. Huh. Put that in your brilliant, pipe. Brilliant question. Huh. Struggling Lumby, tomatoes are fruits that identify as vegetables. <laughs> I like that explanation. 
Uh, from Pink Iris. Uh, a star, Keith, a star is born. Uh, is a 1937 Betty Davis movie. This oh. is the third remake. So you got Betty Davis, and you have Barbara Streisand, and now Lady Gaga. Technically, it's the second remake. Uh, technically, yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> TJ Toppin, another 99 of those pumpkins, and you can level the scales with Jeffy. Oh, oh the, the big pumpkins. Yeah, the big 2,500 pounds pumpkins. Yeah. I, I don't know if 99 would do it, but... <laughs> Give or take. Yeah, give or take. A hundred more. Uh, or a thousand more, or whatever. <laughs> you know, they found a, uh, they think they found a planet out there beyond Pluto. Yeah, we just was, talked about that. It was hanging out right <clears throat> right here, not, not five minutes ago. That yeah. planet was right there on that couch. Um, and this thing has what they think might be double the mass of Earth or about half the mass of Jeffy. So let's um, see how many Jeffy puns we can yeah, do before that alert comes across the phone. Uh, <laughs> so scientists have discovered this extremely distant object billions of miles beyond Pluto. It's 7.9 billion miles from the sun. Wow. That is that's amazing. And they're not even sure it's there, but they've nicknamed it the goblin because they haven't actually seen it. But it's, I, I, I don't know, it's causing wobbles in orbits or something, I, I guess. And that's why they think something is there. Mm-hmm. So they're hunting for this thing uh, known as Planet X or Planet 9. And, oh, it's actually a mass 10 times that of Earth. Good grief. 10, t- not double, 10 times Earth. And it's only 200 miles wide. That's... Uh, that is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Still, it's about one third the mass of Jesse, Jeffy. This says about one third the mass of Jeffy. <laughs> it's easier to figure out Jeffy ratios as opposed to metric. That's for yeah, sure. for sure. Um, so the the actual technical name because they're so good at this at NASA is 2015 TG387, which rolls right off the top. I mean, so you I'm, don't want to change the name of that. So wait, so the goblin it's really good. The <clears throat> goblin is tiny. Mm-hmm. But Planet X is the big one that they're looking for, says Dylan down the hall. Okay, so they're different? They're two different things? Really? I don't think so. Because when I says, read the story, I yeah, thought Planet look at X was... The, here's a, what it says. Yeah. The object which researchers have nicknamed the Goblin was discovered... Oh, okay. Oh, no, he's right. Dang it. Dang Dylan. you! Dylan! Damn stop it. being accurate with your information, man! Ruined the whole segment. Kick him out of here. Get him out of this building. Just go home. Little brat. Just get out. If you can hear the twelve, can you hear my voice? How old is that kid? Twelve. Thirteen tops. He's thirteen tops. He's old enough to get a ride home. Hopefully. (laughs) Good grief. Anyway, so okay, there you go. Smart Alec, little smart mouth. Like to wipe that smirk right off his face. Man, I can't believe I took the ice out of here. We could be using that appropriately right, right we now. We can dump it on his head. Oh, yes. Okay, here's the here's the actual sentence we keep misreading. <laughs> the object with which research, researchers have nicknamed the goblin was discovered as part of astronomy's hunt for the unknown dwarf planets mm. and planet X, also known as planet 9. So, they found this goblin as they were looking for Planet X. is that And that's supposed to be really big? No, the that's go- the undiscovered world that could have a mass about 10 times that of Earth. There you go. Or about one-third that of Jeffy. 
So there you go. Okay. <laughs> right. You know, I appreciate you putting that into perspective for us. Yeah, it's, it's so you can, know it's huge. <laughs> Good gosh, it's huge. <laughs> I mean, that is audience, massive. The audience now can uh, <laughs> can really put it into perspective. The other kind of weird thing is that while they were looking for this, they also discovered twelve more moons of Jupiter, mm-hmm. which is weird. Wait, wait, wait! Before you get into Jupiter, right? Uh huh. I got some more fun facts from Mister Know It All down the hall. Are you ready for this? From the little brat, right? The little brat down the, the hall that's old? trying to keep us on the straight and narrow with facts. Jeez. All right. What? Well, he says that the Goblin adds evidence. Uh, for Planet Nine because its orbit, the Goblin's orbit, is so weird that the best explanation is that another big planet, Planet X, is out there pulling on it. Now, what does he know? Smart ass. No, just pay, play play video games. <laughs> Tell him to shut up. Right now. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> shut up, Dylan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's actually interesting. I love this. Yeah, stuff. that is that is. But I love you said it. they discovered twelve new moons around Jupiter. Yeah. Uh, our oldest and biggest planet. How do they know it's the oldest? Seriously, how do they know it's like any they older? They cut than... it open and you can see the rings. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did they cut Jupiter open? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it no. has it has a lot of moons, and they just announced the discovery of twelve more. So, what does that bring the total to? Because didn't it have I don't know twenty? Ask Dylan. How many moons does Jupiter have? <laughs> We're waiting. Come on, Dylan. Let's, let's have it. Let's have it, man. Uh, okay, <laughs> seventy-nine moons. Uh huh. Yeah. Look at that. Google. Google beat Dylan yeah. this time. Yeah, seventy-nine. Wow. And I guess is that in addition? Is that are there twelve more in addition to the seventy-nine, or do the seventy-nine include the twelve new ones? Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be going to Dylan for yeah. absolutely everything now. But I can't believe you didn't. Uh, you're moving on to another story now, aren't you? Yeah. I. Why? Do you have more on this? Well, first of all, yeah, it's up to 79 now, uh-huh. right? Brings a grand total of 79. That's that's confirmed. Okay, that is with the 12? Yeah, that's with the 12. Okay. I just found that in the story. So it was 67, now it's 79. Uh, oh, really? Okay, so hold on. Time out. Time out, Dylan alert. Mm-hmm. Pat, do you have a favorite planet other than Earth? Because Dylan does. So he knows facts about mm. Saturn if you need them. Does he? If yeah. you need fun facts about Saturn, <laughs> Dylan's that, that got That would it. actually be my favorite, too. I think it's probably everybody's favorite because it's got the rings around it. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, Jupiter actually has rings around it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. just not as, you know, dominant as Saturn's are. I've known this man to my <clears> right <throat> for 17 years, and I cannot believe that he's about to go to another story without his little standby joke about planet-related stories. But if you don't want to, then I'm not going to force you. I'll just be over here disappointed. I, I'm hard-pressed to think. What is it? I haven't done it for a while, apparently, because I can't. I don't know what it is. Are you Wait. talking about Uranus? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about Uranus. All right? That's got rings around it, too. Just for your information. <laughs> I wish we should do something about that. (laughs) Did they use the the Hubble telescope? Find the Klingons? I can't talk, man. Keep going. All right. 888-900-3393. As fun as this is, let's let's go to Alan in Oklahoma. Okay. Hey, Alan, you're on the blaze. Yeah, Pat, I was wondering if you could tell me... uh, Maybe even Dylan knows. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the difference is between intelligence and wisdom? The difference between intelligence and wisdom? 
Yeah. Intelligence is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is having the sense enough not to put it in a fruit salad. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Yeah, that hey, makes I, sense. I, 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 was, I was thinking about something. I figured out why the left is so excited about throwing ice at that guy. Okay. It's it's the pro-illegal immigration people. They want to abolish ICE. Get it? See what he did there? I see that. They want a, rim shot. Wait I mean, a minute. Wait so, a minute. What, what, now say that one more time, Alan. What was that again? <laughs> it's, it's the pro-illegal immigration people. They want to abolish ICE. Nice. All right. Thanks, Alan. <laughs> That's a really good point about tomatoes being a fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead and put them in a fruit salad. Yeah. See how that works out for I you. I dare you. Yeah. Put it in with some apples and bananas and some mandarins. See mm. see how that works out. Ridiculous. That's a good litmus test right yeah, there for if it's a fruit or a vegetable. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Barbara in Ohio, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. I Hi. wanted to comment on why people like John Kerry and Hillary Clinton keep spouting off their lies and people. We, we know the truth and we wonder why do they keep doing it. I think it's because so many of the young people of today don't know the truth. They don't remember Chappaquiddick. Mm-hmm. I worked in an office one time with several people that were all college graduates. And I mentioned Chappaquiddick one day. And they said, what are you talking about? And I told them the story. None of them had ever heard of that story. Oh, my gosh. They said, Ted Kennedy, our senator? And I said, yes. <laughs> they had never heard it. And if so if people like uh. John Kerry and Hillary Clinton keep spouting off these lies long enough, people are going to start to believe it because they don't know history. Yeah, And so it's important for people like you and Glenn Beck and, and everyone else to keep reminding people of these stories because mm-hmm. the leftists are trying to convince us they never happened. Yeah. And so that's what I have to say. Thanks, Thank Barbara. I appreciate it. And you said it very well. Uh, and it's really true. I mean, they, they don't have any problem rewriting history. They do it all the time. And they've kind of scrubbed, I mean, not just kind of, they scrubbed Ted Kennedy clean. Totally. By the end of his life, mm-hmm. he was the lion of the Senate. The lion of the Senate. The lion yes. of the Senate. The liberal lion of the Senate. Ah, oh, he's just, he was majestic. He was the king of the Senate. Not, not the guy who left a young woman in a car to drown. I mean, it wasn't that guy at all. So, yeah, they're really good at it. They, they know how to do it, and they do it all the time. And <clears throat> there's just this, uh, we have this story today about uh, young people and how much they know. 40 years and younger, 19% of Americans, 40 years and younger, can pass the U.S. citizenship test. Now you're thinking, well, okay, but that's probably pretty challenging, right? Yeah, here's a sample of the questions that are asked on the U.S. citizenship pa- uh, test. Here we go. Really difficult one. Let's take this and see if you can possibly get it right. Uh, Any of them. Who is in charge of the executive branch? The president, chief justice, speaker of the house, or majority whip? Whew, that's a toughie. I'm going to say the president and move on to the next question. Is that a wild guess? Yes, but it turned out to be right, surprisingly. Good for you. All right. How many U.S. senators are there? Mm, I'm going to take a stab at 100. Um, See, Surprisingly, that was right. Look at you, Lucky. <laughs> we elect a president for how many years? Couldn't be four, could it? Maybe. Oh, wow. Um, so these are the this is the caliber of questions 
that 19% of people under 40 passed. If the president can no longer serve, who becomes the president? Hmm. Is it the first lady? <laughs> the Senate majority leader? Speaker of the House or the vice president? Ooh. Tuffy. Get this. Who vetoes bills? Congress, vice president, president, senators. I'm going to take a stab at the president and see how that goes. Huh, what a surprise. What did? You, whoa. What are the two major political parties in the United States? Law and order, liberty and justice, checks and balances, or Democratic and Republican? Ooh-wee. And <laughs> <laughs> 19% of people. There's, there's 24 Okay, so we're up to number so, seven. So pick five random questions. 19%, or one out of five are answered correctly by people 40 and under in this country. Crazy. It's just, it's nuts. How old do citizens have to be to vote for president? Uh, 18. <laughs> hey, that worked out. Even Jeffy gets that one right. <laughs> yes, that's how it happens. Even Jeffy. Hmm. When the Declaration of Independence, when was the Declaration of Independence adopted? Was it December 7th, 1941? May 25th, 1787, January 1st, 1800, or could it possibly have been the 4th of July of 1776? They didn't even put July 4th on any of the other uh, years. And it, I mean, talk about easy. Who was the first president? Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Ben Franklin. John Hanson. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah, if Hanson is there, you go with that one because he, he, you know. <laughs> Oh, um, go look. Look what I got. Look what I got. I got it. Oh, you got it? I got my presidential alert. This is a test of the oh, National Wireless Emergency yeah, Alert System. Eastern. No action is needed. Type presidential alert. Uh, oh, okay. And we're getting the... Oh, that like happened in my ear. Ear. Wow. Okay. okay. need that. Yeah, so it did happen. Okay. So, so we got it. It works. Tremendous. Ta-da! It worked. Yay, Way to go, safe. federal government. <laughs> what ocean? Here's a toughie. Okay, we got We need these for more on trivia. Let's, let's see if we can just go to this. Yep. And we can ask a lot of these. And uh, send that over when you get a chance. So more on trivia on Friday will be the U.S. citizenship test. Oh, boy. What ocean is on the west coast of the United States? Gulf of Mexico, Indian Ocean, Atlantic, or could it possibly be the Pacific Jeez, I mean, we're into it. 11 questions now, and there hasn't been a single, I mean, one that you even have to think about. Mm. The capital of the United States. Uh, New York, Boston, Philadelphia, or Washington, D.C. Uh, why does the flag have 50 stars? Wait. <laughs> That's actually one of the questions going to be this week. Yeah. Was how many stars oh, really? are there? Yeah. <laughs> Change it to why does the flag oh. have 50? Oh, we're changing it to this. One yes. for each senator, <laughs> one for each original colony, one for each amendment, or one for each state. Hmm. Tough. Really difficult. Super, super challenging. When do we celebrate Independence Day? Could it possibly be on July 4th? Um, I mean, this is the 14th question. Is there any that... you? Your children couldn't answer here? Your young children. Like, your, yeah, your six-year-old children. Wow. The idea of self-government is in the first three words of the Constitution. What are they? Be it resolved, make no law, life, liberty, happiness, or we the people. Hmm. Wow. Uh, this is good. What What is the economic system in the United States? <laughs> Socialist, barter, communist, capitalist, which is becoming more and more in question every day. Uh, but it is still capitalist, supposedly. Uh, we elect a U.S. Senator for how many years? Two, four, six, or ten. We're going to go with six and see what happens. But if they play the guitar, 
you know, they can play five notes on a guitar. We might elect them for life. Uh, like, are you talking like Beto? Like, like Beto, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Mr. Guitarist. If both the president and vice president can no longer serve, who becomes the president? <laughs> Postmaster General? Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Chief Justice, Secretary of Treasury, Speaker of the House. All right, we're 18 questions in. There's still not one that, seriously, would anybody get any of these wrong? How many justices on the Supreme Nine there. Uh, move on. That might be tough for some people. Maybe people who just don't pay attention. Oh. Who wrote the Declaration of Independence? George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Franklin Roosevelt. Or was it Thomas Jefferson? Uh, who was president during the Great Depression? Well, I'm going to go with Franklin Roosevelt. Just take a wild stab in the dark there. And during the Cold War, what was the main concern of the U.S.? I'm going to say communism over unemployment, hunger, and national parks. <laughs> during the Cold War, national parks was the main concern we oh, had. yeah, 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 yeah. How many amendments does the Constitution have? I'm going to take a stab and say 27 and move on. <laughs> Current Chief Justice, John Roberts, William Rehnquist, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Clarence Thomas. A lot of people wouldn't know that. But, I mean, you've gotten so many questions that are so easy up to this point, you're still going to pass, even if you don't get that right. Who was president during World War I? Our favorite president of all time, Woodrow Wilson. And we finished up with the whole thing. I mean, that's amazing. What, did you get all of them right? Can you believe it? That's impossible, man! You Look at this. You oh, answered 24 of 24. It. Your score is in the 99th percentile. <laughs> 99th percent it should be 100 percent of people can answer this we should be in the one percentile of uh, it should be everybody who can get all these i will pay you to watch idiocracy pat how much how much will you give me that if you give me five hundred thousand dollars i will watch it tonight (laughs) no i'm not doing that no but triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three more pat gray unleashed coming up pat gray unleashed Returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, TJ Toppin tweets: I work in a secure building where cell phones are not allowed. The president just got someone in trouble. <laughs> oh boy! Oh golly! They should have turned off their alert thing. Uh, Jeremy Barnes: Everyone in the restaurant around me just got the presidential alert. Nobody knew it, what it was for. Uh, Toby McAvoy: That must have been fun if you had cell phones everywhere and they're all going off at the same time. Uh, Toby McAvoy. Lion of the Senate or lion, like lying mm-hmm. of the Senate. Get it? Ted mm-hmm. Kennedy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ted Kennedy. Nicole, clearly Dylan has been under the tutelage of Vinny, the low-key genius. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he been? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. When, when do we uh, have Dylan, the low-key genius on? Oh, well, that Vinny. was during Vinny, uh, yeah. Villain. Yeah, Vinny, the low-key genius, was on the- Blaze Got Talent. The talent show, yeah. Uh, and Michael Sadek tweets, according to the Supreme Court, a tomato is technically a fruit, but is to be classified as a vegetable for customs purposes. Huh. Uh, I think that happened under the Bush administration. They made fun of him for it, right? Although, was it the Supreme Court that did it? 
Yeah, yeah. it can't be the Supreme Court. What? Yeah, he made that ruling. I don't. He he provided huh. a link. I'll check out his link. Yeah, there check that out. See where that goes. Interest. That's interesting. It's interesting. Is there a phone number people can call, Ivan? Yeah, that's right. When 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 can people call? Like whenever the. Oh, I'm so open. sorry. I'm so sorry. We could go to a call now if we had one. <laughs> oh, look at that. We do. Look at Hi. that. There are calls. Uh huh. Weird. Uh, Mike in Maine. Okay, Hi, you're on the blaze. Whoa. Hey. Uh, yeah, the uh, pumpkin face. Mm-hmm. I have uh, a client who they live. Well, they're from the UK. Kind of summer here in Maine, mm-hmm. and. Uh, his wife came back all excited because they had just purchased two whole pumpkin seeds for $10,000 a piece. They, wait, two seeds two co- seeds cost them $20,000? Why? Guaranteed to, grow, guaranteed to grow each pumpkin 3,500 pounds. And uh, the best part was they hired some locals to uh, build them a greenhouse, and they charged them $20,000 for an 8 by 12 um, canvas structure. Wow. And did they, did they grow 3,500-pound pumpkins? Well, last time I saw them, they were very big. Uh, okay. Um, probably about a fifth of a Jeffy. <laughs> well, why was it worth it to them to to grow gigantic pumpkins like that? Oh, because they lived in uh, Europe. Because <laughs> they lived in Europe, and yeah. what does yeah, that do for them in Europe? Oh, it does nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that makes sense. Uh, all right. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Weird. I, I don't think I'd pay forty thousand dollars for two seeds and a greenhouse to grow two pumpkins. Would you? I I, I don't care how much money I have. Never. I'm not spending it like that. By the way, it was uh, Nix v. Hedden that uh, Michael Sadik sent over. Um, it was an 1893 Supreme Court decision that under U.S. Customs regulations, the tomato should be classified as a vegetable rather than a fruit. The court's hmm. unanimous opinion held that the Tariff Act of 1883 used the ordinary meaning of words fruit and vegetable instead of the technical botanical meaning. Weird. The Supreme Court ruled on that. And now you know. 1893? Yeah. Huh. Ask Jeffy what the tensions were like about that around the time. Can you imagine? Yeah, well, we'll as back stressful in here as they are today, mm-hmm. if they were arguing about the tomatoes, fruit, or vegetable street cred. Right. Back then. Yeah. Boy, this country. No wonder this country's been torn apart so much. So many times. Had this battle going on for so long. Over 100 years now. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, all right, let's go to Ken in Nevada. Hey, Ken, you're on the Blaze. Hey, Pat, how you doing today? Good. Um, the 
test that you just read on uh, on the air there, mm-hmm. uh, you do realize that there is a president that would have uh, missed one of those questions, and that would have been Obama, because didn't he claim there was 53 states, so he would have gotten the stars on the flag wrong? <laughs> um, actually, I think he said there were 57, and he had uh, to... I've now been in 50... 57 Seven states. states. I think one left to go. One left to go. That'd be uh, 58. One left to go. Uh, Alaska and, and Hawaii, I was not allowed to go Alaska to. Alaska and Hawaii would make 60, I guess. He I, I don't even know. know what the heck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's amazing. He never did correct himself, yeah. ever. Uh, but thanks, Ken. Yeah, that those were good times. But he's thinking good Alaska times. and Hawaii are one state. He's got one left to go. Alaska and Hawaii wasn't allowed to go to. <laughs> uh, I've now been in 50... 50 Seven, seven states. states. I think one seven. left to go. One left to go. Uh, one left to go. One left to go. Uh, Alaska and Hawaii, I was not allowed to go to. All right. Fascinating. So two left to go. One. So I think one left to go, but he couldn't. He's can't go to Alaska and Hawaii. I think is what he was saying. So that makes 60 states total because he had to go to one more. That would have been 58. And then he couldn't go to Alaska and Hawaii. So there's 60 states, according to him. Uh, Cheryl in Texas. You're on him. the blaze. Don't miss him at all. Hi, Pat. Hi. Hey, Keith. How are you? All right. Well, I was hoping you could help me. Mm-hmm. I um, really want to write Brett Kavanaugh. I also want to write Flake. And um, I also would like to write Lindsey Graham. But I really don't know how to get those kind, that kind of information about where to send them mail. Mm. Okay. Um... Okay, let's see. And I, I also wanted to tell you mm-hmm. that you guys, I, I listen to you guys every night when I go to sleep. And so I, um, I never can call you, but I wanted to tell you that you guys have really empowered me to feel as though my voice can make a difference. Oh, and good. yesterday, it took me almost the whole day to get myself untangled and my husband untangled from Google and Gmail mm-hmm. and all of that business, but it's a, and off of Facebook and all social media, because if you're going to complain about it, you should do it. Right. And, um, you know, we did it and we feel great about it. And you guys Excellent. have something to do with that. Well, so well, that's thank great. you for giving us that freedom. And I want to write like a letter, but I'm kind of holding off because I don't want the CIA to visit me the next day. So <laughs> I have to kind of calm down a little bit. Yeah, but I would like the address. Okay, so Cheryl, I've got some bad news for you. It, it's it's probably going to require that you get back on Google for about you know three or four minutes. Um, yeah, I can't do it. I have to get on Bing. Then get on Bing. But here's what you do: send a letter to Lindsey Graham and who was the other one? Kavanaugh, but um, Brett Kavanaugh. Blake and Kavanaugh. Okay, so if they're, uh, you know, send it to their local address, their local office. Don't send it to Washington D.C. Or I have a phone number. Oh. I have a phone number at the district court uh, where Kavanaugh currently Boom. resides. Resides. He, oh, that would be great. Can uh, you um, yeah. say that out? And yeah. I'll listen to it tonight. Okay. Yeah, and we'll do that, it. and then you can call them and ask them what the email address is, so I can get you at least Kavanaugh's. Yeah, thanks, Cheryl. That's great. All right. Well, it's, you're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, it's 202-216-7180. That number again is? 202-216-7180. But you better mail it now, because if you wait any longer, you're mm-hmm. going to want to direct his mail to the Supreme Court. Boom. Hopefully. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know.
it's kind of either the way. Randy in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? I just Good. wanted to comment uh, on the difference between intelligence and, and intellect. Okay. Okay. Uh, and just from what I observed, uh, your intelligence is your ability, what you have inside of you to understand mm-hmm. and use facts. Okay. And intellect is more about just knowing facts. Now, for example, mm-hmm. uh, you take an Eskimo in northern Alaska. They've been up there for hundreds of years. They survive up there where it's 40, 50 below. They make their igloos. They live off seals. I can't imagine how they do that. They have their own language and their culture. And they must have a high IQ, high intelligence. However, if you took those Eskimo and dropped them off in, like, Manhattan somewhere with just their fur coat and no knowledge of what's going on, mm-hmm. there's a good chance they'd be dead. They wouldn't make it. Or they'd be dead or in jail uh Something really bad would happen uh, mm. within a few days. And conversely, you take someone like Trump. Mm-hmm. I, I like Trump, mm-hmm. by the way. If you, and he's pretty smart and, and bright as well. But mm. if you drop him off in northern Alaska all by himself mm-hmm. with, his with an igloo, blazer, and his red tie, mm-hmm. uh, he'll be dead. Probably by himself. Mm-hmm. He probably would freeze to death or starve, you know, within a couple of days. Probably. However, he's got, he's got a really high IQ. So that's kind of an example of what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. Yeah. Uh, not understanding knowledge and facts and, and doing mm-hmm. something with it. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you, Randy. I um, think you're probably right. And uh, Eskimo wouldn't do that well in New York. He'd be hard-pressed to find a seal to eat or an igloo uh, to take cover in. Conversely, Donald Trump wouldn't do that well in northern Alaska. With the igloos and the seals, probably probably wouldn't know how to even capture a seal to eat it in no. the first place, Mm-mm. right? Even though he's obviously, you know, a uh, a genius. What did he? Uh, stable genius. That's what he is. Stable genius. He's stable genius. Mm-hmm. But he might not do that well in in Alaska. He might so. not. I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> he said something about a red tie was in there as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, he'd be in, drop him off in his suit. Of course, if you're going to Alaska, I don't know why you drop them off like that. You might say, hey, we're going to Alaska, so you might want to wear something a little heavier than that. Yeah, but you want to show <clears> respect <throat> when you're visiting the good people yeah. of the Great White North. You, mm-hmm. you want to you be like, hey, I'm here in a suit because mm-hmm. I respect you. Here's my tie. Yeah. No? no, I don't know. You don't think so? I don't know. I doubt it's going to happen, frankly. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know that we is... have to spend that much more time with it, <laughs> frankly. The cow's opinion. Uh, all right. Um, this is a fun story. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who quarterbacked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the first three, <laughs> four games. Yes. Uh, he had the first three games he played, he had uh, three 400-yard-plus passing days. <laughs> Never happened before in the history of NFL football. Uh, so they wanted his jersey. They wanted to put his jersey in the Hall of Fame because he's the first one to ever do that. And <clears throat> they'll obviously make reference to that at the Hall of Fame. They finally got his uh, jersey that he wore in the third game against Pittsburgh. And uh, the day after they got his jersey, he was benched on Monday Night Football (laughs) for probably the rest of the season. Or at least until Jameis Winston stinks up the place so bad that they have to bring him back in. And that'll be Sunday afternoon around (laughs) 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, (laughs) A little bit awkward, though. Uh, You know... Jameis Winston was suspended for the first three games, which is why Fitzpatrick played at all 
um, and that was for inappropriately touching an Uber driver in 2016. Um, but then he didn't play that well in the game on uh, on Monday night, and they benched him and put in Jameis Winston because he was finally eligible again. So <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's somebody, weird. Somebody in the Hall of Fame not even playing now this season already. So that's fantastic. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, I, I love the Snoop Dogg uh, story, referring to Kanye West as an Uncle Tom because he supports President Donald Trump. I mean, I don't know why we have to do this to each other. Why? Why do we? You have to have. You have to be in lockstep with these progressives, with these socialists, with these social justice idiots, or they will they will crucify you. DJ Pooh, producer DJ Pooh. Wait, what is his name? DJ Pooh uh, reposted a photo of Kanye West wearing his Make America Great Again hat with the caption MAGA. Music ain't getting attention on his Instagram page. And that prompted a response from Snoop Dogg. In the comment section, Snoop Dogg wrote, Make your music great again, N-word. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom ass, N-word. He also commented. It's a Snoop Dogg talking to yeah. Kanye. This yeah. other DJ Pooh. Yeah. The gin and juice rapper previously went after Kanye and Trump supporters in a radio interview last month. When he said, I don't give an F. If you like that N-word, you M-F from racist, <laughs> F you and F him. <laughs> it's a quote. Now what? Draw the line, N-word. Kanye too, N-word. <laughs> don't forget about him too. F you too. Okay. All right. Well, good. I, I'm glad to see we can have... Diverse opinions in this country. That's wonderful. Isn't it great to see that um, we can support each other's opinions and, and respect each other's opinions? Could we have more diverse word choices? Because um, it seems like you got hung up on the same couple <laughs> words there. You might want to mix in some some alternates. <laughs> some words you can actually say on the radio. I wonder what radio show he said that on. Right. Jeez. It must have been, was it satellite radio? Because that's the know. only place you could get away with that. It's ham radio. Um. Wow, Kanye West. Do we have? Do we still have his uh, monologue that he did on Saturday Night Live? Mm-hmm. It actually didn't air, but uh, for the audience, Kanye West came on and ranted about uh, about Trump. Uh, here's here's what he said. If we have that still, there's so many times I talk to like a white person about this, and I say, "How could you like Trump? He's racist." Well, uh. If I was concerned about racism, I would have moved out of America a long time ago. It's two people clapping. Wow. Um, So you can't, I guess you can't get away with that um, in the rapping community, perhaps. You have to be in lockstep. You're pretty familiar with the rapping community, as illustrated well, yeah, yesterday sure. when you were singing mm-hmm. some Vanilla Ice lyrics. Oh, um, yeah. So, I right. mean, you're all about the all about rapping it. All about the whole hip-hop culture. It's me all up in here, yo. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> all up in where? All up in here. In the hizzy? All up in the hizzle. I mean, don't you don't have to edit for me. Oh, shizzle. Hmm. 
Uh, I don't know that they say that anymore in, uh, you know, uh, on the mean streets of Helena. I think it's that's pretty passe by now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But he went on to say, Kanye went on to say, the blacks weren't always Democrats. Yes, that's and that's true. You know, it's like the plan they did to take the fathers out the home and put them on welfare. Does anybody know about that? That's a Democratic plan, he said, while wearing his Make America Great Again hand. And it's, I mean, they don't want to hear that, but it's basically true. Oh, good. We've got another. Do we have another announcement? Do we have another? Or, or that was that our Magic Muffins? Are our Magic our, Muffins done? That was our Magic Meeting update coming okay. across there. All right, good. Uh, 90% of news are liberal. 90% of TV, LA, New York writers, rappers, musicians. So it's easy to make it seem like it's so, so, so one-sided. Mm. Uh, good uh, good for Kanye, man. I mean, it's, it's brave. I, I think he likes this, though. I think he likes the conflict. Yeah. I think he likes the back and forth. I don't, th- I don't think he cares that Snoop Dogg uh, calls him names. I, I don't think he cares. So we'll no longer outsource to other countries. We build factories here in America and create jobs. We will provide jobs for all who are free from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment message sent with love. So <laughs> I love it. So the 13th Amendment part really pissed people off, too, because they're like, oh, so you want to go back to slavery? Slavery is what you're talking about. You want to go back to slavery? Why do you want slavery? That's, that's not what he's saying. That's not what he's saying. But they don't want to take the time to understand what he's saying. No. Because he's, he's a pretty complex guy. I mean, he's the guy responsible for this. Whoopie dee scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Right? Whoop dee scoop dee scoop. Powerful stuff. Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop. Poop dee dee whoop scoop. Yeah. Poop. Poop. Scoop. Whoop. Scoop dee dee whoop. Scoop dee dee whoop dee dee scoop. scoop. Whoop dee dee scoop poop. Whoop dee dee scoop poop. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's powerful social commentary right there. Powerful. That's powerful. the word. Powerful. And I think the only thing you can play after that is. Uh, he poops in your pants. I, I poop my pants. Mm-hmm. He poops in your pants. I, I poop my pants. He pooped his pants. Poopity scoop, whoopity poop, scoop, whoop. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. returns on the blaze radio network just when you thought things couldn't get any more stupid they do university of manchester has voted to replace audible clapping with jazz hands all right i'm done goodbye i'm I'm good night is that this this thing that's what it is jazz hands (laughs) jazz hands uh okay Uh, whatever you know because it's uh i guess it's it triggers people to have anxiety when people clap oh no if you're triggered by clapping you you shouldn't 
you shouldn't be at any university anywhere. You could have left it at you shouldn't be. You should, yeah. You just you shouldn't be. Just go home if that's your if that's your deal. Really, you're triggered. Too, you're too anxious because people clapped. <laughs> go home. Just go home. Okay, and stay there. And don't interact with other people. Student union officer Sarah Khan said clapping needed to be banned over fears the noise could cause issues for autistic students and those with hearing and anxiety issues. Sure. Okay, whatever. You got to pick, you got to choose some um, underprivileged group to justify your insanity. That's what it is. The new jazz hands will be enforced at school sponsored (laughs) debates, panels, (coughs) and talks. And student groups will be encouraged to put aside clapping at more private and independent events. Good. Okay. Yeah, good. Because if there's an autistic person, I've never heard of that. That autistic people can't handle clapping. I didn't know about that. Loud noises, maybe? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, She told reporters the jazz hands will encourage an environment of respect. (laughs) Oh, man. The National Union of Students, which banned clapping... In 2015, said we should all aspire to improve our public our public spaces. No. So that all members of society feel no. comfortable and able to contribute fully. Not everyone in Britain has met the change with much respect. However, commentator Piers Morgan bluntly stated Britain is losing its mind. <laughs> what has happened to Piers Morgan? Mm-hmm. This is exactly the kind of stuff that was up his alley a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Piers, what happened to <laughs> Piers Morgan? I know. Ever since Trump, yeah. he's been all over, like, common sense. Yeah. He said it was a sign. Britain is losing its mind. So true. While Vine posted a picture of soldiers in the trenches during World War One, suggested they had managed to ignore the difficulties caused by sudden noises a hundred years ago. Jeez. I, that's amazing. And you think of a, a place like Great Britain where they've gone through so much in the past. You, you know, the the Battle of London, the bombing every night by the Luftwaffe, where they're, they were indiscriminately bombed night after night after night. Talk about loud noises, but also noises that could kill people and did. Yeah. And now it's to the point where you can't clap anymore because it might cause anxiety to somebody? That, that, that nation Jeez. in two generations has just gone down the it's tube. goodbye. Um, but we're going the same place. But what if I'm uncomfortable? Because now I have to sit <laughs> silently in a place that you would normally want to yeah, applaud? I'm not doing jazz hands. Mm-hmm. Those make me uncomfortable. Yes. I'm not doing that. Yep. No. No. And I thought part of, um, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm sure you will on the Twitter or wherever, call us. Um, I thought part of raising an autistic child that at this point, if you're in college, mm-hmm. if you're autistic and you're yeah, now they in function college, pretty well. you're functioning pretty well. And I thought part I of it was so. to kind of acclimate you into society, mm-hmm. into situations like this where you're more comfortable and able to function. Um, so maybe uh-huh. they should uh-huh. adapt to social maybe. norms. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm a hater, obviously. Very much so. Because I, mean, I want to clap when someone does well. But what, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Now you're going to be hurting someone's self-esteem because you're not applauding when they do something well. So how do you win in this? Well, you don't. <laughs> you do jazz hands or something. I don't know. Whatever. Stupid crap.
Jazz hands, everybody! Jazz hands! But don't say yay sure. or yell or anything. It's great. Silent. It's perfect. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. I give up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me let me leave you with these uh, Democrats and their wisdom. Oh, wait, because um, they've all decided to take another tact here. It's not even about the uh, supposed assault on uh, Christine Ford anymore. Here's what uh, what Cory Booker says it actually is about now. So my hope is that just beyond the vicious partisan rancor that is going on, beyond the accusations. We don't lose sight of what this moral moment is about in this country. Okay, what's it about? Tell and me, ultimately Corey. ask Tell ourselves me. the question, is this the right person to sit on the highest court in the land? And what do you say about that? Uh, Spartacus, what do you think he is? When their credibility has been challenged <laughs> by intimates, uh-huh. people that knew the intimates. candidate well as a classmate. Right. When his temperament has been revealed, Ooh, an emotional moment. Temperament. Boy, where there, he used language mm-hmm. that, that frankly shocked a lot of us. Shocked. Ultimately... Not whether he's innocent or guilty. This is not a trial. Oh, ultimately, it's not about that. Have enough questions be raised mm-hmm. that we should not move on to another candidate <laughs> named Amy Coney Barrett? Uh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let's see what you do with her. Uh, but Schumer going down kind of that same road. Here's they've tried out. They're trying a whole new tactic here. Here's uh, Chucky Schumer about his doubts. There are some who say what he did as a 15-year-old in high school Uh or an 18-year-old in college Uh is a long time ago and shouldn't be positive. Right. Mm -hmm. But what he does as a 53-year-old... Yeah. Oh, man. ...dance on the truth, never directly embrace it... You don't know that! ...and often just have no credibility (laughs) about what he says and does is very real. We do not want to judge mm-hmm. on the Supreme Court who cannot who, who tell can't. the truth all the time Where are you and tell at? the whole truth. And on issue after issue after issue, Judge Kavanaugh has not, has not told the truth. What has he not told the truth about? Let, let, let's walk through their narrative. Let's it's, talk about the credibility of that douchebag. It has been it has it has been the 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 sexual assault. Yeah, didn't work. Right. Okay. Then it was the uh, uh, his, his drinking issue, right? Yeah, that didn't work. Then mm-hmm. it was his temperament didn't work. Now it's uh, he's not telling the truth. Yeah, I mean they there's something they want something man. to stick. Uh, they're just throwing everything at the wall at this guy. And if he doesn't get confirmed, you got to give them Amy Coney Barrett to uh, vote on next. Let's see what happens then. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.